Some of the content of Patriots Unfiltered may not be suitable for all audiences. Listener discretion is advised. The world's original podcast. Welcome to Patriots Unfiltered. We got a little insight into the psyche of Bill today. Did we? Yeah. I always like when you explain things to me. There was a moment he, when he mansplained. How there. have you guys been uh, managing? Oh, without you? Week? Yeah, Mike's still under the weather. He's on the injury report. We'll, we'll uh, be able to rifle through picks now because he takes a little time sometimes. Maybe you should take a little more time. Oh. Did okay. he actually hang out with Tony Robinson? Oh, yeah. Oh, I missed Tony that. Robbins. Robbins yeah. I missed that. But she's meant this week. I'm just kidding about this week. Oh, okay. I don't know. I thought he just had like this intervention. Yeah, he's coming ready. Well, to that's go. that's the joke. The actual and joke Jim is Gray, is 43, and Alex, 63, and, two. and they were all. Well, you be quiet. <laughs> I'm gonna go with Jacksonville. I will not bet on a constipated quarterback. Oh, if somebody wants to give me a third round for win, I'll do it. Well, <laughs> yes, I would do that. This is Patriots Unfiltered, fueled by Duncan. All right, welcome to Patriots Unfiltered. It is Tuesday after another win, the fourth of the season for the Patriots to get them back to 500. Cha-ching! So happy days are here again. We're going to talk about the game. A lot of people called it not a loss instead of a win. But but we'll talk about that. I think any road win in the NFL is a good win. But... um, We'll go over that. We'll go over the fact that the Colts have just fired their offensive coordinator uh, the week before the (laughs) Patriots game. Uh, So they fear us. That's right. Um, And, uh, you know, whatever else we want to talk about. There's a lot of stuff going around. Trade deadline, too. Trade deadline. I don't think anything's going to come of that, but we'll see. Oh, do you have information? No, No, I just... You know, or did you read my notes? No, we, we'd be getting rumbling. I know you didn't you read think? my. Don't I know you didn't read my notes. No. Intriguing title there, Paul. I like that. I like the title. That must what have just came out. What is that? You must have just posted that, yeah. right? Yeah, this morning. Yeah, because yeah. yeah. I, I didn't see it. This I didn't morning. get the alert. Well, I was a little. Uh, but basically, my my premise is, just sit it out. You're a middling team. You don't need to add. You, you don't need to sell off pieces, like because you don't really have anything. It's not like you have. A Roquan Smith that might get you a second round pick right. that you want to move on from, right? Right. So I think the players that you have that are tradable um, aren't necessarily, yeah, you're, you're you know, going to garner not be trading uh, Ramondre Stevenson, right? right you, now. Yeah, I mean, those are the guys. Like we, we we talk about all the receivers, and the only one I think that would get you anything on the open market is Tyquan Thornton, and you don't want to trade Ooh, him, right? Never. No, I, don't, no I, I wouldn't say never, but you probably want to hold on to him, yeah. you know. And as much as I think you're right, I mean, and you need tackles. Like Isaiah Wynn, I wouldn't be opposed to being like, goodbye. Like, I just, I don't think he's Right, I think but you're not getting it. But, you know, contrary to Fred's, pick, whatever. Yeah, yeah, contrary to Fred's third round, you know, and he, he was, uh, there were two linemen worse than him that played Sunday. Oof. Just, you know, to, the three of them. Well, we're going to get into those details. The three of them holding hands together. Oof. Yeah, we're, we're, we're going to get into those Fred deals. got a peek at his um, ceiling, which yeah. wasn't very high. Oh, at the, left pro, guard. the Pro Bowl guard. Pro Bowl left guard. Well, Not th- so much. He was fine at guard. Do you think no, was any, he wasn't. Do you think there was anything at all of them trying to put that on display at all? At all? Or just they had to because Cole Strange was uh, Absolutely could have been part of it, but Cole Strange really struggled yeah. uh, in the game. So I think they went with what they felt were their five best players yeah. um, You know, at, at one point, and Cannon was really, really Ooh. struggling in this game too. Yes. So um, I think yeah. the line as a whole. Did not play. Yeah, well. I thought. I, I mean, I know. I, I know it doesn't. You didn't hear on Wenyu's name. But, yeah, well, uh, no, he played well. Yeah. I, I, I mean, again, I'm not Amos Alonzo Stag. I don't 
pretend to be, but I I saw when watching replays him consistently yeah. blocking his blocking somebody, and I didn't see that from those other three guys. I didn't see Trent Brown getting beat neither. No, those other three were glaring. I mean Isaiah Wynn. I think it was the first play he came in at right tackle. Roller skates right back into Mac Jones. I mean it's as it's as bad as you could get. And and Cannon, I I've been like kind of optimistic. I think just because of who he was in the past, but watching move. him, he can't run anymore. And it's it's going to be a struggle. I I mean I think we said on the show maybe mentioned like give Kajus a chance. I, they got they got to figure something out in the offense. I line. wouldn't be stunned if, if if you see Isaiah Wynn get traded today because I thought it was interesting. And Mike Reese talked about this uh, a little bit. You know, Mike asked him in the locker room. You know how basically how it felt to have yeah. your name thrown out there, and he got really yeah. really upset yeah, he, about he, it. He didn't so like that. that's why I just don't think he's on the same page. Like for me, that's just more about we got to get the locker room right, and he just doesn't seem invested in, in even trying to attain a level where we can get good play out of him and and really start to solidify things. But right. I just all starts I, up. So to me. Mike's point, if you feel like you need to get rid of him because he's not good for the the culture anymore, yeah, then I don't mind you know doing that and just saying Yadnik just can do the same. You know, sort of, right. quote unquote, some part job every other time. Yeah. Sure, yeah. <laughs> so that's that's looming. Um, so let's get right into it. It's Deuce. It's Paul. It's me. Um, and it's nice to have Deuce back yep. in the studio. I'm yeah. back. I'm back from COVID. Everybody, hello. And, Thank you for uh, your support, Matt and the booth. Hello, Jerry. Uh, we'll be, will we be joined by anyone else today? <laughs> uh, no, Alex is out on community. Oh, there was a lot of events. Today. Yeah, yeah, a lot of stuff. Tamara was out today. Yeah, it's it's and, and Evans up uh, doing coaches stuff. So yeah, we're just the three of us. Okay. Yeah, we'll get to the bottom of it though. Sure. Uh, so let's start with what happened That's why Tuesday's on Sunday. Always your best bet. Uh, thirteenth uh, win in a row. Yes, for the Patriots over the Jets. I and mean, uh, twenty-one out of twenty-three. Wow! I said it on the post-game show. You know, some things have changed. A lot of things have changed over the last few years. Beating the Jets is not one of them. So they have not dropped to that level yet. No matter what you say about the Patriots, they can still. Uh, I don't know what the word is, like make less mistakes than the Jets. I think that's kind of <laughs> what it was. And, yeah. and that, you know, it, it's kind of what I was talking about, like in the week leading up. And I told you, I'll take the Blanami. If the if the Jets come out and they play better than the Patriots and they win the game, I'll t- I was I was prepared to take the slings and arrows from you and I'm sure countless uh, of the people listening. But this is what I've seen. Like I, I think they have young talent. They have pieces in place, certainly. But they do not have a team yet because they're they're held back by the quarterback and I'm going to say coaching too. Yeah. Because I just think if you watch the Patriots games, if you prepared for this game, and you watched the Patriots the last two weeks, and you said, "I know what I'm going to do. I'm I'm going to follow what Cleveland did and I'm going to ignore what Chicago did." <laughs> That's on you. That's on you. That's not on Zach Wilson. That's on you. Yeah. You asked him to do something he can't do. Throw the ball 40-something times without turning it over. He can't do that yet. He might be able to do that in the future. He may never be able to do that in the future. He cost you a game the other day because you allowed him to, Mike LaFleur. That was on you. Do you think the game would have been different if they had Hall? Oh, hell yeah. Do you think the game would have been different if they just said, we can run the ball, go three and out, and punt every time? Yes, I do. I I mean, I think to Paul's point, They've been stacking draft picks. I mean, they've got at every kind of key position you look at, Sauce Gardner at safety, Quentin Williams at defensive end. Uh, you know, I know Becton hasn't really worked out, but Zach Wilson's out there. Brees Hall's now. So they're building something there. And, I mean, I think in a couple of weeks when we're back here, that's going to be every bit the dogfight, and the Patriots are going to have to, again, you know, you're not going to be able to get a couple calls that swing things dramatically like they did. I mean, they were they were looking at 17-3, to three, being down 17-3 oh, yeah. to three yeah. right before the half. 
I mean, I just think that moment of like inflection, I asked the guys on the post game show, which I can only imagine what it was like. I'm watching it by myself. I'm like, you know, losing my mind in my living room <laughs> to, to, to imagine what it was like when, when that looked like they're about to throw a pick six here and he's going to walk into the end zone. And that's how we're going to cap the first half. I mean, everyone out there who said that could have been it for Mac, I, I, I kind of agree. It could have been. Um, certainly it could have been for the game, uh, you know, because I just don't see the Patriots coming back. Right. From that, um, the way they were playing. And, it, and even as it turned out, I mean, it, if it wasn't for Nick Folk again, you know, you wouldn't even have 16 been. 16 points. Yeah. But Mike, I think, is talking about not that was it for the game. I, I, no, I know. I He's talking about Mac Jones out of the game. Right. Out yeah, of the game. I, I know. Yeah. 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 And, and I, I don't think Bill would have taken him out, but I think it would have been a really hard decision. And I think that you can stay with him because you were on the road. If that had happened at home, oh, God. even oh. with the flag, oh. even with the flag, it would not have been pretty. Yeah. You know, I got I got another thing I got to get off my chest, too. Get it off your chest, Mike. Get it all out. The first year you had Matt grab Brian Burns' ankle, and, you know, all right, I'll let that go. And then we got, you know, a couple weeks ago, he slides, and he puts his foot up. And then now against the Jets game, we got him, like, going down. Oh, I'm concussed for a moment, second. No, I'm okay. Then he goes out of bounds. He kind of delays for a second. I'm over. I'm over the Mac Jones. Wow. Trying to bait people into injuries, playing Vladi Divac, uh, Lakers basketball, as my wife likes to say. That stuff's got to go, man. I am so sick of watching him try to get calls like that. And he's going to get called. And I, and I know we're making fun of Boomer Esiason on the postgame show about, like, oh, I thought they were going to pull him. They should have pulled him just for being an idiot and trying to, oh, like, Oh, I wasn't. Who was making fun of Boomer Esiason? Well, you said, I think you brought up Boomer Esiason saying he should have been should have been pulled for concussion protocol after oh, oh, that Oh, hit. okay, yes. You know, I thought you meant pulled for performance. No, no, no. You, you know Because I wouldn't make fun of anybody that, that thought he was going to get taken out but, of the game. But, I think that was in play. But he would have got what he deserved if he's trying to pull, like, these, oh, I'm hurt. Just kidding. Like, I'm so sick of him trying to draw calls and do this stuff. Like, I'll overlook the stuff in the beginning, but, like, sliding with your foot up, this kind of Bush League stuff, it's got to go for me with Matt Jones right yeah. now. Yeah. And, and uh, I mean, that's a that's a whole separate aside. I love the rant from Mike. I'm a little surprised to hear it from Mike, but I, I, I like it. Um, that's, the, and that's the, independent of his There play. are so many like, bigger issues. Like, play. the league is really impacting in outcomes of games. And I'm not t – listen, I'm not talking about good calls, bad calls, or whatever. They have to figure out what roughing the passer is, okay? And I'm, I'm – they threw a flag, and I'm fine with the flag. I'm not telling you it was a bad call. I'm just telling you I see a lot worse than that not called. Well, from, from game to game, from quarter to quarter, I'm just telling you. I've seen him – Jacoby Brissett took a shot last night in the Monday night game that vastly exceeded what – Mac Jones took in that game. No call. He was like holding his ribs going to the line, trying to spike the ball at the end of the half. Um, th and the second part th uh, uh, is the thing that Boomer brought up, and this is why I sort of bristled at it, that whole concussion thing. Do you know that they made Stephon Diggs leave the game the other night because he bit his tongue? Wow. And they thought he was holding his head. He was holding his – like, he bit his tongue. Mm. Like, that potentially impacts the game. One of the things I was thinking about with the whole roughing the passer is, okay – Defenses should sell. Okay, so we can't hit the guy hard. So we want you to change it, you know, the emphasis so that as soon as we get him in the grasp, the moment we get him in a grasp, you blow the whistle so that we don't have to hit him and we don't have to bring him to the ground. You know, if that's the way you want to do it, then give us a break here. I think, you know? I think you're totally right, Fred. I had a similar thought of I think that they need to reteach players how to sack quarterbacks when they have a free shot at them and to get everybody on the That's same That's what page. I would do if I was a defensive lineman. I'd say I want a seminar on yep. what you think is right. I, yep. want a, I want a clip. You know how they have all the, all yep. the cut-ups now? 
I want a clip of every hit on the quarterback, and I want every referee to tell me which one you think would, was a penalty and which one isn't. Because mm-hmm. I would have no idea what to do. And, pr- and bring the refs in, too. Like, have everybody. Let's like, have a, we'll have a bake sale. Charles, we'll have it all. Charles you know? Davis said that John Franklin Myers launched himself. So? He didn't launch himself high. Right. Right? Right. Like, if you it launch yourself. Rodney Harrison. Like, when ooh. you launch yourself and hit someone in the head, yeah, I get why you're going to get a penalty. Like, launching yourself, uh, otherwise known as tackling. Yeah. Right? And, and again, I have no problem. That, 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 that play has been called roughing the passer a lot. I have no, Like, if I'm the Jets, I'm pissed. But what are you going to do? I've seen roughing there's the precedent. passer. Yes, there's, there's roughing precedent. the passer calls happen all the time. I don't think that was an egregiously bad call. I don't. I'm not trying to tell you that the Jets got screwed because I don't think they did. But I've seen that called, and I've seen it not called. Mm-hmm. And, you, and you don't get called for launching into a quarterback when you hit him where he hit him. Like, he didn't hit him high, and he didn't hit him low. Salah said after the game, they asked Th- him, they said, what was yeah, the explanation on the ruling? And he said, we hit him too hard. And he said it just like that, like, you got to yeah. be kidding me. Now, I will say this. I said this to Fred yesterday, Mike. I don't know. I'm not telling you I believe Salah, and that's what they said. Mm-hmm. But if that's what they said, that's even worse. Yeah. You hit him. You you call. You gave a penalty. What is this? Youth football. I've right. seen that in youth football. Too hard. How do you basically right. hit him too hard? Right. The force, okay. The force meter. He passed four thousand whatevers. And yeah. Yeah. Now I don't necessarily yeah. believe Salah. I think he was emotional. He was upset. He might have said something stupid. I don't necessarily believe right. that explanation. Yeah. But that was you know you you know you see that those highlights every week you know nfl turning point yeah that was the turning point oh, of the God. game i know what was somebody yeah. had like the the epa or something i wish i got evan on for this one but it, like it was like the biggest swing of the season in terms of like point potential on that one single play and yeah now give you know. give credit to the patriots they took advantage of that and never looked back really but yeah. except you know toward the end i mean i would say they, they came out in the second they got a really short kickoff they got a huge run that Ramondre stevenson somehow broke like six tackles yeah. in the hole and and then and then they were in business. I, I, I no, but I think, that, I think that uh, other than that drive at the end, the defense played pretty well. The defense uh, yeah. was fine. But yeah. but and I'm not saying the Jets yeah. didn't help. You the know. defense was fine. Yeah. That, like that's why you won the game. Is ultimately you were able to to, to get them to to make mistakes. And I do think that some of you know it was pre- they had some pressure in the second. Once they got the lead, they started getting some pressure yeah. on Wilson. And I think that led to some of the the bad decisions. So I, I give the defense credit. I thought they played fine. Yeah. Um, the, the the rest of it is just like this whole notion that things changed in the second half. Mac Jones was better in the first half in this game than he was in the second half. They had like 120 yards of offense in the second half. This whole like it got better after the break. Uh uh-uh. uh. Like Mike said, short field on a on a missed hit kick, and then the best and only real play you made offensively all day involved your best player breaking about three tackles in the backfield and going 35 yards. Yeah. You don't score without that. If he gets stopped in the backfield and it's second and 12, you don't score in that drive. No, and Paul, what do you think about uh, – and, and I say this as somebody who, who honestly uh, was a little bit hesitant to put Mac on the down list. And, I, and, I, and even after we got – like before the show, I was thinking about it. I, 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 Christian put him right on, and I just said my piece about, I don't know, I feel like there was a lot of pressure. I'm trying to give him a little bit of a break. And, you know, even after the show, I was still kind of thinking about, you know, was Mac bad or was he good? And, and now there's this kind of weird, like, little sea change going on where even guys like Bedard are like, actually, you guys, he wasn't too bad. And I, I, I don't know if I'm quite ready to go there. I just, I just still think they're really limited. And, you know, even when he plays well, it still looks like, okay, 
uh, I give him credit for. I mean, the pressure was no question. I mean, the the, the hits that he took. The bigger issue no offensively time. was the offensive yeah, line and, and, I, and I, protection. But Mac was not good in well, the game. Well, the way I look at this game is, how would Mac have looked if he had a decent line in front of him in this game? I think he would have been okay. So who wouldn't look good in that? No, situation? I'm just I'm just saying, like you know, I don't think it's really hard for a quarterback to look good when you got a line playing the way it was playing. But that's the difference you know? between the good ones and the ones that yeah. need all the help. Yeah, and I think too, like as much as as, as the pressure was absolutely no, a problem. I, I'm I'm just Paul. That that was more than just needing a little help. That line was not playing well. I mean, it was, I un- I understand, yeah. and he did nothing to help the offensive line out. No, I've seen good quarterbacks do that constantly. And I think that there are times too. Look at where Joe Burrow two steps, last night. Two steps up and and get rid of it. Like he's just not finding the the pocket. And I think. How do you hey, think Joe Burrow played last night? Well, played better than Mac, but he he's played better, terribly. I, I know, but he's a he's he's also a better quarterback than Mac. No, and, but he was awful, and because his line sucks, I don't care what it was because of. He didn't play well. But you know, he's a good quarterback, Paul. I know he is a good quarterback. Last night, he did not play well. Why? Because he didn't throw the ball accurately. Okay. Anyway. I, That's I, why. I think like you have to be fair about it. You I can't know. just say I've like se- I've seen it's Tom, all about. He I've plays seen, every game with I've, no protection. I've seen Tom Brady play poorly when he's had right, and I've seen him play great when he's had no right. protection. And he's also just like Joe Burrow was done throughout his career with no protection. Right, but it's last it, night he was bad. Yeah, I, I'm just saying. I you know I'm I'm giving Mac a little latitude on this game. Yeah, and, I don't, I'm not saying this is who he is. I'm saying that Yeah, but don't miss don't mistake it. I'm not telling you this was all on Mac Jones. The biggest problem with the the Jets game was twofold. Number 1, the Jets are pretty good on defense. They are. Number 2, they could not protect the passer. They couldn't open up any holes, they couldn't protect the passer. Now, I don't think Mac Jones did a whole lot to overcome any of that. And I think the quarterback's job, as Bill Belichick says all the time, is to move the ball and score points. They did neither. They didn't move the ball, and they didn't score any points. All the points they got were basically given to them. They had three drives in which they didn't really get a first down. No, three I, field goals without even recording a first down. Absolutely. I think, I think Mac himself is working through some things, but it's hard, it's hard when... You're it un- is hard. You're it under is. constant It's hard to pressure. play quarterback in that league. It yeah. is. It, yes. It is. I, 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 to Paul's point, I just don't think he has the same kind of pocket awareness that yes. he had that I saw last year where, yes, there's pressure. There's going to be moments the pocket is not there, but it's a subtle chef to the left, shut up, boom, and get it up. And I feel like as soon as the pressure, he feels it, he's out. The strip sack to me was egregious. On Mac, yeah, he stood there too long. Oh yeah, like, well, you thought, like that you slow motion have? shower. He had like, to see uh, him yeah. looking around. He had to feel that guy coming. Yeah, he's got no and put the ball in harm's yeah. way. Like I don't think that's a play you would have made last year. I re- I just remember I saw that coming. I'm like, oh come on, Mac. Right, right. No, yeah. and that's like one of those ones where everybody you, you're just holding your breath because you get it out. Well, especially when you're thinking to yourself, I can't lose this game. There's no way I can lose this game unless I do something really egregious to help them. Like holding the ball for Like five holding seconds. the ball and have it bounce five yards behind anybody where someone on the Jets can pick it up and run it for a touchdown. Now, fortunately, Cole Strange ended up recovering the fumble, and it didn't turn into a complete disaster. But they continue to put the ball in harm's way far too often. 16 giveaways tied with, by the way, the Colts for the most in football, and they tried hard to do it even more yeah they should have had four turnovers in that game yeah there's um it and i can understand why some people said you know it was more of not a loss than a win you know 
Which, like, again, it's the Jets, though. So they I, had like, they I, had to win the game. So, I, like, I I said on you know, the post game show with Mike, and like, I'm not I'm not big on style points. Like, I'm not going to tell you this was a great performance. This was a gritty, gutty effort. I don't think it was. I think they allowed the other team to mess up more than they did, and they won. But they had a win, so I don't really care why it happened. Yeah, I mean, the Jets. I mean, they. You you could, you could make the case that if this was the game where the Jets were going to break the streak. Or if there was a game yeah. where the, this oh, was it. Oh, it seemed like it was at home, that. right? On on a four game winning streak, oh. they're pumped up. You know, you figured, okay, this is going to be tough, and it was tough. But you know, at the same time, their off their offense let them down. I, I thought the you know? quarterback let like them down. Uh, is it Rich Simini? Is that how you pronounce Simini. it? Simini. Uh, you know, some some tweets from him, some tweets from a longtime Jets blogger named Joe Caparoso, who runs the site Turn on the Jets. He's like, you know, every bit of <laughs> super Patriots blogger. No, this is the these are your people though. That's your no, people. those these are your are people. people. No, this is the but these are the people that you, I know. you, you have the, the finger on the pulse yeah. of the of the these Jets. Are the ones. These fans. are your boots on the these ground. These are the guys that yeah. for fifteen years he has been following the Jets. Like I've been following the Patriots, and while I've been like, wow, isn't this great? He's been suffering through everything that the Jets anyway. The vibe from them coming in was like 20, 2009, we 2010. We got this. This is it. This is payback. They embarrassed us last year. We've got the better team now. Yep. They were embarrassed last week. You're going to come in here. And and then that's – and, I mean, you talk about it wasn't a loss. I'm like, you, you don't know what it would have been like to lose that game to the Jets. I mean, oh. it would have been – it would have oh. been devastating. So, for that point, I'm, it's a win. But I can't wait for the rematch in a couple of weeks because that team. Oh, I can. The well, mistakes. Don't make me. Don't make me watch sixty more minutes of those two teams playing, please. It's actually three weeks because of the bye. But oh right, right, ugh. right. I got you. I don't, the buys don't count to me, Paul. I'm only football. Sorry, that was COVID brain right there. Um, but yeah, I, I, I think they're going to come back in and and they're going to play even more with something to prove, some pressure off, not in front of their fans. It's not like the big production of this yeah. is when I we take agree. down the dynasty. But but I history, think Mike has a good point. History though says that when they have that close game in New York, they come back here and get blistered absolutely absolutely fact yeah absolutely fact (laughs) i agree with mike though in this in this case in that i think a lot of people just have penciled in these two games oh yeah the colts and the jets the second one um like i said if they just go back and look and they say all we have to do is be conservative and keep him out of harm's way we can win that's it they will have a chance to win i will guarantee you if they just don't turn the ball over they'll have a chance yeah i'm not telling you they'll win if they don't turn it over but if they just stay out of the way and 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 make him throw when he wants to, as opposed, you know, make it twenty three attempts instead of forty one attempts. He, I mean, this is probably for a different time, maybe an off season. I'd be ridiculously frustrated if I were a Jets fan because it's one thing to have a bust that you, t- you know, Achilles Smith just couldn't do it. You know, Demarcus Russell. Countless others, right? High draft picks that just can't play. This guy can play. He's just too stubborn yeah. to understand when and when not to do things that he does. Yeah. Some of the throws he made on that in that game were ridiculous. The well, the throw in the first, the, the like the second drive, the bomb on on the when he escaped the pocket, rolling to his right, and he hit Garrett Wilson in yeah. stride. Yeah. Like yeah. that's not an easy oh, he, play. He's got a great arm. You know what I think he is? What? He's Josh Allen light. 
Well, he, he they need Josh. I think, and he, I don't know if he can ever figure it out the way Josh Allen did. Because Josh Allen still has some of those I, things. I don't in think him. he sure. respects the speed of the defense. He doesn't. Re, he, he doesn't. Re, he can uh, outrun everybody. He doesn't he respect anything. I, I just. Know? I think once he gets off his first read and things start to change. I mean, I think he's pretty good when he's on the run sometimes, but those mistakes are just absolute. But game like killers. you know, he's running like twenty five yards behind the line of scrimmage. And I know. I've never seen a guy throw. You're you're, you're, you're backpedaling. You're not going to reach the line of scrimmage with your throw. I've never seen a guy throw so many interceptions. Or interception-worthy throws while trying to throw the ball away, and it's just like, and he was trying to throw the ball away, and he throws it to Devin McCourty. And like, I don't really understand how stupid you have to be as a quarterback to just not run to the right and throw it out of bounds. Right, and it's and it's and as much as damage as the turnover does within the game, I think psychologically to your team, because I know how uh, I felt about this guy's an idiot. Like, we're not going to lose. What to you this said guy. about all that stuff about the the crowd and the fans and the reaction going into the game. I felt like that all completely disappeared on yep. the first interception. Yeah, there was not there one peep again. in that stadium the whole second half, and it was all because they were like, "Okay, this is what we've been doing. We stay close. We get the lead. It's a low score." That that was the Jets kind of game at ten three with the ball to end the half. It was probably going to be thirteen three because they were moving and they had moved the ball. They had four hundred yards of offense in this game, like they moved the ball reasonably well, and only that last drive was garbage time. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, and I'll, I'll I'll chop off the last drive. Patriots defense played well, yeah. So I'm not, te- but I'm just te- they made some plays in this game, and they were moving at the end of the half. And he had the running back, I think it was Ty Johnson, wide open, and he throws off his back foot. He floats it carelessly. If he doesn't figure it out, he'll always be that. But you know that a lot of those things that he does are, are things that Josh Allen did. Yes, until he figured. Now he does not have the size or. Uh, physical gifts that Josh Allen does. That's why I say he's Josh Allen light. Yeah. He couldn't hit he, he he's going to hit the bull every once in a while cuz he's all over the place with that arm. Yeah. But he can throw the ball. That that touchdown throw to Conklin, the first touchdown? Oh, that was I mean, it, 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 I, I felt bad for Josh Allen. I felt bad for I thought he had great Bledsoe. coverage on that play. That's exactly what I wrote in my little thing, Paul. I was like that's the NFL. You, you keep your right little there. thing out of it too. My little thing. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah. Uh, but I think that these teams are so interesting. To me, because you have, you know, obviously the quarterbacks line up in terms of the draft class, but, you know, we always talk about you need high round draft guys, you need talent. And I think when you look at the Jets, they have talent. How like, did Garrett Wilson look the other awesome. day? Awesome. I mean, he was my favorite guy, receiver coming out. Like, I mean, and he's not go, their best receiver. Their best receiver was Hurst. Yeah, Garrett I mean, Wilson killed him. You know, and, and, and don't even talk about, you know, like third, fourth overall pick guys like Franklin Myers. I mean, these guys are disruptive, they are tough. And, you know, it's just it's interesting for a team. Sometimes we talk so much about the Patriots being kind of talent starved and only having, you know, if you're doing a draft, how many Patriots would you take versus Jets? I get those points. And it's just Zach Wilson is killing them. He kills them. And if he just didn't do that, the Jets would probably be neck and neck. If I not think that was one of those games. And I know you guys are going to make fun of me. And I know the fans and the, I mean, the listeners. And you're right to make fun of me for saying this because I'm going to come off as a in Bill. We trust noob. You switch. You switch coaching staffs. The Jets win that game Sunday. There's yeah. no doubt. You don't have to switch oh. a player because oh. yeah. their quarterback didn't play that much worse than yours did. Like th- he just made stupid mistakes yep. that that uh, Mac Jones got away with and Zach Wilson didn't. Um, but I think if you had the constant browbeating that Bill Belichick would have, my guess would have, you wouldn't have seen those balls thrown into harm's it's, way like that. It's something to think about, and I think you need to remember that you're going to face Brees Hall with this team. A bunch. I mean, he's not going anywhere. So this team is young. They have a lot of talent. They may be, you know, they're not quite there yet. They're making the mistakes. But as soon as three weeks from now, 
it's it's well, it's going to be interesting. Well, we've got Ramondre Stevenson. That we do. Um, I yep. saw the 49ers were looking to get, you know, Alvin Kamara. They were had, you know, uh, not the 49ers. What, what's it? The, uh, I don't know what you're talking I about. I think the Rams had feelers out for Alvin Kamara um, to the Saints. And I was thinking, well, we don't need him because we've got Stevenson. I mean, this guy, he's now doing it in the passing game. He's we, doing you, it in the running game. Just let it go. <laughs> Who was looking for Alvin Kamara? <laughs> Somebody was. I don't know, but I would take Alvin Kamara over Ramondre Stevenson. I don't know. He, Stevens is pretty good now. He's getting better. Uh, he's fine. I mean, he is. He's the best player on the team. I told yeah. you that a month ago. You guys scoffed at me. Not you, Mike. You scoffed at me. I did. Never scoffing. I don't think. And I the did. listeners scoffed at me. I didn't scoff. Matthew oh. Judon. I didn't I scoff. Fred said Isaiah went at left guard. Yeah. You didn't. You didn't <laughs> scoff at me, Mike. Though, so no. you're, you're okay. Oh, I'm right. I'm but but he had yeah. half, almost half of the Patriots. Offensive yards. Right. Yeah. That's mean, what happens when you don't get any offensive yards. Yeah. He had like 145 or something like and that. And they only had 280 as a team. I know. And that's and like the and the point is, and I think Paul and I both kind of highlighted that's why he it. Said was he had like, half. Right. That, that's what happens when you don't get any yards. One guy ac- uh, accumulates them all. Right. And it's him though. You know, it's him. It's. I mean, it's not like you could say, "Wow, our offensive line is great. Plug anybody in there, and they're going to pick up these yards." No, like, he's it breaking is, tackles at the he's line. He's meeting guys. Guys are meeting him in the hole. He's making a miss. He's running over guys. He's breaking tackles. I mean, he's he had. He's at least all, three zero-yard runs in that game that were amazing runs. Right? Zero-yard right. runs. Yeah. So he's been, he's shift. been playing great. Him I, and Myers. I, I, I think they had 14 plays. He and Myers. I don't understand what's going on with the rest of the wide receivers. I don't understand. How can it be? And, and I guess, you know, you got to put it on Mac, but are they not getting open? Uh, you know, Bourne played like half the snaps. How many targets did he get? I mean, I didn't remember any, three. but I Yeah, I don't up. either. I don't either. One. One. One target. I don't even remember that one. And he was out there half the time. Aguilar, one. Parker, one. Bourne, one. Thornton, two. Like, what's going on? That's your other four wide receivers. That's why I don't want to trade any of them. I think they need them. Yeah. You know, now it looks like Parker uh, is going to miss at least some time. Um, You know, he might get lucky with the bye week and maybe only miss a game. But, I mean, that's basically two games because he played one play in this game. Right? Mm -hmm. So, I think that's why I felt like I did when I wrote the, you know, just hold on to them. At, at some point, if you're – so now you're missing Parker. Let's say you're missing Myers, who missed, uh, you know, a game earlier, right, with at least one game with, with the knee injury. I think Green Bay he missed. Yeah. So let's say, you, you know, you got to be without him. Yeah. You're going to need Aguilar. Yep. That's and, true. And I don't know, like, I'm very it's encouraged. Trey Nixon. I'm very encouraged by Tyquan Thornton, as you guys know. Yeah. From training camp. Haven't seen much room the last couple of weeks. No. Right? He's gotten a lot of opportunities. I didn't like that drop. Mm-mm. The drop looked like he was hearing footsteps a little yeah, bit. I th- I'm not, listen, he's a kid. He's he's finding his way. I love the skills. I'm not killing him. I'm just saying, I think, I, myself included, I think people would just say, well, he could just do the Aguilar role. Because he's better than Aguilar. <laughs> just do the Aguilar role. Right? He's, he's fast. He can get yeah. downfield. He can make big plays. Yeah. But is he ready for that? He might not be ready for that big of a role. He might be more suited to what we kind of thought heading into the year. Let's get him out there. Let's give him some shots, see if he can make some plays. I love the shot they took at him uh, in the Chicago game that unfortunately got a little pressure. He got hit as he, you know, right as he was throwing it, just missed. But he had a step. That's what I want to see from Thornton. Give him some opportunities down the field. I forget exactly what the play was, but it was an Aguilar play coming towards us. We got the ball behind the line of scrimmage. Either it was the throw to him, and, and it looked like he had some speed. And then he just kind of ran right into like the blocking yeah. and fell the, down. The with, Jets like, one defense. Yard. I will say this: for all the shots that we've been taking at the Jets so far, you know, through this first half hour, 
The Jets' defense looked oh, legit I, to me. I don't me. feel like we'd be taking shots. I feel like we'd be taking shots with Zach Wilson, deservedly so. But otherwise, I have a lot of respect for that. The, their, their personnel. Yeah, yeah they, I don't they, think they, I don't think that was a fluky. So back like, to front, they're pretty good defense. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I think that they all the key pieces. You know, yeah. if Jermaine Johnson turns into an elite pass rusher, and he'll have and, every and he's, piece of and it. And he's been decent. He's just been battling some injuries lately. He missed the last two games. Um, he hasn't been great, but he's been okay. And, and I think that they have the the makings. Like it, you know what you watch, Fred is your thing. I'll save you the the line. We haven't had it yet this week. Uh, you know, they're very easy to defend. <laughs> yeah, that's what they looked like because the Jets had no respect for that offense the other day. They were at, at or around. Mike made me think of it when he talked about the, the like the screen to Aguilar. It wasn't really a screen, but it was like a screen. Yeah, a bubble screen kind of. Like you know, they tried one to Jonu Smith that Mac had, had yeah. a turf because they blew it up. They were around the line of scrimmage. You know. Yeah. Secondary guys were around the line of scrimmage, constantly making tackles. Yeah. Sauce Gardner was was yeah. doing it they early were, in the game. Big one on Myers. They were taking right chances, and aggressive. it wasn't, and they weren't getting burned. Yeah, right, know? because they had no fear of getting yeah. beaten beaten over the top. And if they did get beaten over the top, they, I think that they were pretty confident that their front four would not allow the time that it would take to make those plays. Yeah, I think I think the issue for them also to highlight is like we got to get Stevenson to the ground. You know, like we we have him. Like don't let him just don't let him get out of it. You know, that's but otherwise I uh you know, I hate saying it that that you have a lot of respect, but I mean, you're to your point Paul, if you switch coaches, it's like if Bill Belichick leaves soon, you're not going to have that advantage anymore and you're looking at the Jets with some serious talent they 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 are a team on the rise, I think, but they got to figure out Zach Wilson. And if he's mm. not right, then it's just going to stay right where it is. Be uh, receiving word a huge huge trade um, that took place doesn't involve the Patriots. Yeah, don't worry oh, about oh, it. Oh, oh. Uh, T.J. Hawkinson going from the uh, Lions to the Vikings, um, so he will get the um, wow the rare opportunity to play as a non division game against the Patriots twice. So this year, a huge deal with the Vikings sending twenty twenty three second rounder in a 2024 fourth rounder for Hawkinson. So Hawk, wasn't Hawkinson a, 23 a first round pick? Fourth, yes. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, they they get a oh, this is kind of confusing. A second rounder and a fourth rounder uh in exchange for Hawkinson a fourth rounder and a conditional fourth rounder. Well, that's great because you know the Patriots do I don't really defend that. tight ends so well, so <laughs> Wow. You know. Well, here's the thing. <laughs> they did defend him very well. Yeah. They took him out of the game. Yeah. Um, but you're right. Pretty much every other tight end, otherwise, yeah. is it's a lot of other problems in Minnesota them. to worry about. Uh, complimentary receivers, you might say, <laughs> than Detroit. Right. Um, you know, and Irv Smith has been decent for them too. Um, who I kind of liked uh, out of kinda. that draft. He's kinda. been quiet. Do you think? No, you I know, did. I kind of like. It's kinda. interesting. You know, so oh, the, the Bears, the Bears, may, they trade away their linebacker for a second yeah. round pick and a fifth. Do you think the Lions? Like, look at that and say, oh, we, we should need be, more picks. The door is open. We should be doing things like <laughs> right, that. Right, right. Now, I don't, th- I don't think you nah. – <laughs> I think Hawkinson's a guy you should be trying to build around. Now, I don't know. Maybe he's right. a pain in the ass. Yeah. Maybe yeah. he's tired of the losing and he just wanted out. Like Roquan Smith. Like, yeah. I, like the it's Robert Quinn – The, the, the Robert the Quinn one for Chicago makes all the sense in the world. He's a veteran guy. He's not really of much use for you. Uh, he's not going to be really a viable part of your rebuild – but Roquan Smith could have been if you could have come together, and I, I think T.J. Hawkinson could have been in Detroit. Those are a little bit different to me, but that's a that's a big trade for the Vikings. Uh, Vikings are six and one, even though I I, know. I, I I think about this much, and I have my <laughs> fingers. Up. 
more of them than I do the Jets. Yeah. I think they're extremely lucky every week, but they're six and one. Yeah. Bottom line, they got talent. Too. Number uh, five spot in the power rankings. I mean, I think that Roquan <laughs> Smith move is is good. Good one for the for, for Baltimore, the especially. I think you're Baltimore right now. You're looking like we're not quite Kansas City, Buffalo, but you're right there. And you know, maybe you need somebody to deal with those two guys a little bit. That's a good move. So you know our guy uh, Elaine Poupaw, yes, who, who talks to Poupaw. us all the time for Miami. Pardon me. Uh, he had a funny tweet. He was like, uh, you know, really. Really good work done by the scheduling department for Miami. They played Baltimore before they got Roquan Smith, and they play Chicago after they traded Roquan Smith. <laughs> <laughs> Isn't it funny, though? Chicago beats the Patriots, and they're like, yep, that's it. Yeah. We're done. We're done. <laughs> uh, <laughs> everybody. Not that it's neither here nor there. I wonder if the Patriots unlock something with Justin Fields. I thought he looked better against Dallas yeah. than I've seen him. Yeah, right? people La- are high on oh, him. Last now. four or five games, he looks like he's sort of starting to piece some things together. And show a little bit. Well, his numbers are still terrible. I didn't. Did they? Did they run him a lot? I mean, that's what I said going into the game. Why aren't they giving him the Lamar treatment? They gave him the Lamar treatment against us, and they got. Yeah, know, I don't know how much he know. he ran by design because I didn't see the game. Mm-hmm. Um, but I mean, they scored twenty nine points. Yeah. So you know, they got blasted. They lost forty nine twenty nine. The mm-hmm. game was never close. But I think he was a little bit better uh, in that game than he has been for the balance of the season. All right, 855-PATH-500 is the Ace Ticket Hotline. A Web stuff. Radio Matt Morell with the trade update. Is the uh, email address, and if anything else happens on you know, the trade front, we'll be sure to mention that on the show. Um, 4 o'clock is the deadline. So we'll Yeah, see. I wanted to get Which my notes up as quickly as I could. 8 o'clock tonight, you might know yeah. if the patient's I wanted to get my, my notes up as quickly as I possibly could so people could read it before they actually made a trade and made it all. A moot point. Vic Carucci says Julius Peppers might be <laughs> traded to the <laughs> <laughs> Mike, you, Mike, you probably don't get that. Uh, was you talking about? Trade for Peppers was imminent. He was oh. actually on the show physically. Oh, really? Yeah. And uh, he's like, I'm telling you. Yeah. And it didn't happen. Uh, yeah. Sources were wrong. Yeah. Uh, let's go to uh, Anthony in Seattle. What's up, Anthony, on the Ace Ticket Hotline? Hey, what's up, my brothers? How y'all doing? Good, good. Good. Yeah. good. Hey, uh, I was calling because... Uh, I got to say, I'm loving the Andy Hart cameos on the show. Yeah. And it got me thinking. And so I was I was curious, so I called. Curious. Um, a little bit of a peek behind the curtain, if you, if you would. If you would. Uh, I was curious, so how does it work with you guys in terms of, okay, you guys are, I guess, your media personalities, or I'm not yeah. sure what your titles are. We um, we literally work for the team, so adults. Like starting your uh, oh, you no, like you? starting your week. Do you guys are you guys like just kind of paid a salary and then you get to like? Well, there's no money involved. Get like self-govern, <laughs> like okay, I'm going to make this many radio appearances, this many TV appearances, or do you have like a quota that you like kind of got to meet each week? <laughs> and then like a situation like where like Andy, I assume it seemed like he was kind of just. You guys saw him outside the studio. You got, kind of just waved him over. That's okay. all that was. Yeah. yeah. So, uh, hey, real quick, uh, Anthony, Andy does a quick hit for his actual job mm-hmm. after the press conferences on Wednesdays. He works now for WEI, which is one of the all sports stations in Boston, one of the two all sports stations. So, he comes into the radio studio. We have two separate radio studios in our area. So, he comes in onto one of the radio studios. He does a quick hit. And while he's here, we flag him in and have him come on and do a segment with us. That's all that is. Is nothing that's no, scheduled or anything like that. It just kind of happened. So something like that is that. And, and again, I'm not trying to pry or anything. I'm just curious. 
can he get? Does he get paid for that? No, for, like, by us. No, no, he has to pay us, right? Because we're actually helping his radio station. Right. No, he gets paid by WEI yeah, we have, to we do have, the spot that he did. We have know. more listeners, so it helps. Well, that, it helps. I mean, them. That's that's so, fact. Yeah. So I'm guessing something like that. The thing that's in it for him is to continue to like it's just fun. Yeah, it's just enjoys it. It's just fun. Just for fun. Yeah, old friends. Like he wouldn't do like he if there was like three guys in here that he didn't know. I don't think he would, like, even yeah. look twice. Like, a lot of times I'll be down here on Mondays when EEI is in the studio and I don't even look twice at them because yeah. I don't have any interest in joining them. Right. Because I don't really, you know, I'm not all that familiar with all their shows and personnel. Yeah. Did he come okay. on? Did well, he come yeah, on last that, week? That's what yeah. I was wondering because mostly I was thinking, well, if it's just for fun, then I'm like somebody for, like me who I always loved Andy Hart as part of the, part of the show and I'm loving his, his cameos. I'm thinking, well, what's in it or – what incentive does he have to come back and do that? You know, because it's been like what three times in six or uh, eight games of the season. So it's like, oh, it's kind of nice, but it's just for fun. Yeah. He's just having fun. He's in the neighborhood, so yeah, he stops yeah, by. Yeah. yeah. Well, thanks, guys. All right, thanks, Anthony. So sausage gets made. Yeah. Behind the scenes here. Uh, now, Will- of course, when I do my freelance stuff, that's all yeah, paid. Yeah, all money. What's going on? Williams and Philum, what's up, William? How you doing, Fred? What's going on? All right, doing all right. All right. Uh, question. Um, do y'all expect the Patriots to do something? I, I hear about all the calls they, they're getting, but is they bringing somebody in-house? I doubt it. No. I, I think maybe they might ship a like ship win for it like certainly a seems like a smoke with seventh. Isaiah win, but I don't know what you're going to get for that conditional seventh. No, I'm not talking about picks. I'm talking about a play. They I play. don't think so. Yeah, and unless they tried to get some offensive line reinforcements, which is David Andrews being injured right. and some of the interior guys. I mean, well, that's the thing. Like, I, you wonder how you know Belichick and Matt Grow view the season. Is it worth it to give up yeah. draft capital to get a guy who you think can help you this year? Yeah. You know, and that's why I kind of say. Sit, sit it up. Yeah, yeah. I, that's right. Like to Paul's point, it's like you, you need an offensive guard. So Thanks, you're gonna, William. You're going to trade Isaiah Win away and then bring in another tackle who you think is going to be better than Isaiah. Which is Wynn. fine if you do, like. But you want to make kind of shuffling chairs yeah. on the on the Titanic. And again, if if the idea with ma- moving Win is because you think he's a problem, and right, I I have I have seen no evidence that he's a problem. But if he is, they know that. The coaches understand what's going on, the dynamic they have. Yeah, they might need to. They the, might need to make a change. The, yeah, I mean, the if Reese you figure you're not going to have the him next year, struggling. then you know, fifth or sixth round is better than nothing. Yeah, you know? I mean, especially because it was Reese too. I mean, when I was reading Reese's things, I'm imagining him do what he does and asking Isaiah Wynn those questions, and Isaiah Wynn throwing the you know throwing the window down like I that. Wanted, I, I, wanted, just, I, know, just, I just wanted to ask. Him. <laughs> nope. <laughs> 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 he tries to give him a little <laughs> fist pump. <laughs> right? I ain't fist pumping you. <laughs> I, I don't know. That that struck me. Get off my face. You know, and, and again, like just the you come right in and your first play, you just get absolutely walked right into the lap of the quarterback. It's just it, it, like it's how do you keep putting them out it, there? It I was bad. Know. And, you know, Ferenc, I saw 65 going sideways a couple times and yeah. Cole Strange. You know, it was they were having trouble. But those well, guys, especially inside, like Quinn and Williams is a beast. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And no, by the Frank way, Myers. I'm, I'm just yeah. saying they you had better, trouble. You better be ready for this week, too, because now you have DeForest Buckner. But when, you, when you're – He's pretty good, too. When your line is playing well and you play against guys like Quinn and Williams, you figure it out. You, you figure out how to double team. You yeah. figure out you how gotta to – You've got to be in sync. You know, you've got to be in sync. Yeah. You know, and, you, and you manage it. You manage it. You know, the Patriots have been in that situation before where they've played against really good defensive lines. And, you know, Scar would figure out, okay, this is how we're going to do that. And 
they're playing together, and they, you know, they don't win every battle, but they win the majority of them, or at least give the quarterback enough time to, to execute the play. Yeah, you know. Um, well, I, I, I connect it to you know an astute point of Paul's, which I think is you know just a, an example of you know a guy who's not like digging into PFF numbers, but watching the games and seeing that you know David Andrews is a big help to Cole Strange, and you know there's nothing wrong with that when they're playing well. I think the line all needs to play together, but we saw. Yeah, you lost one guy uh, in David Andrews, but you really kind of lost two because now Cole Strange is kind of on an island and, you know, needs a little bit more help. So you get to this point in the season, you're trying to find your identity and some cohesiveness, especially up front where early on, in the, you know, it's out of sync a little bit. You're blowing coverages. I mean, we saw it this year, guys, free runners. At least we're not seeing free runners. I mean, now the free runners are just coming right through our tackles instead of, you know, not being blocked at all. But, um, you know, I think that that's a big, big part of the element of it. We got to, you know, get David Andrews back in there and, you know, just I think this team needs to really think about this offensive line this offseason and how to get that in order. It's a great pick. I mean, you get a guy like John Franklin Myers, too. I was just looking up because I didn't remember, like, fourth-round pick in, in 18. Like, that's that's a good that's Beast. a good draft pick. He's a good player. Yep. I mean, I'm not saying he's like Aaron Donald or anything, but he's a good player. Uh, let's go to Chris in Fort Lauderdale. Hey, Chris. Hey, guys. How you doing? Good. Hey, Chris. Happy Halloween. Yeah, I guess. Well, not anymore. Uh, do, do, well, do you actually wish people happy Halloween? <laughs> I, I got like ten people last night in my house the whole night. Really? Yeah. Ooh, very, what are you very, gonna do with all that candy? Uh, very low night. I didn't. I I, 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 I didn't get anyone. Yeah. You know, in our house because you you don't you're not yeah. very welcoming. It's a very no. long road to get up there. You're not very <laughs> welcoming. <laughs> like I even forgot. I don't even think we had any candy in the house. I would have had to give them like you know, it's a soap and a string. Yeah, soap with like the slot. That. Like <laughs> here's some paper. What do I do with this? Well, you see, you'll never run out of soap. Sorry, Chris. We just hijacked your call. I'm glad no one got any uh, whatchamacallit this year. Yeah. Um, oh, that's uh, worse than giving there. him nothing. Wrong. Yeah. <laughs> um, I had a, a report for Fred and then a question for the group. Okay. Um, Fred, the other day, I called in about you guys being the original podcast and how my friends gave me a hard time about it. And I played a segment of the show for my friends, and they all talked and are actually big fans of you guys because they thought you guys were hilarious. So that was kind of cool. <laughs> oh, Thank great. After that. Nice. Um, nice. I know uh, Mike said, like, I wonder how that's going to go. And it, it went really well. I didn't nice. expect it to. So um, the question, and I agree that adding, um, trying to trade for a piece like a wide receiver or, you know, a big offensive piece doesn't seem worth it this offseason or um, this trade deadline. But is there any worth in adding to the offensive line? And is there any way to make that happen? Um, that would be my question, and I'll take off the air. I, I just can't believe that you know any team that has a good tackle wants to get rid of them. right. They are. So yeah. I mean, you'd right have now. to look at a a bad to middling team that has a good tackle that's contract is expiring. That's yeah. the only and, and I everything has to line up like yeah, that. Yeah, and not yeah. you know I'm not like like let's say if there was like a Trent Williams on a bad team. Something like that. You know, he's kind of always disgruntled, <laughs> you know. Yeah. Um, but he's a big part of what they do now. So, And he's not going anywhere, I, I wouldn't think. Yeah. So that's what you need to look for. But I, I don't know. I think it's I a don't long know how realistic And, and you got to also have a quarterback you don't like because, like, you, you, you trade your starting tackle midway through the season. And what is that saying yeah. to your quarterback? Like, good luck. You know? Yeah. I know. When I, just, I think this is a long-term problem and something that they need to, like, get into place. And you're not going to get a long-term fix, really. I mean, you know, maybe you trade for a guy and then you extend him. But that just uh, – it seems like a lot. I think – 
I mean, I think it's going to be about the draft and, you know, really trying to find some new tackles that, that you know, can be up and coming. I mean, even this, you know, kid Stuber next year will be like on waiting with bated breath to watch Andrew Stuber come out of the tunnel to be like, anything, anything, please. But. Yeah, Paul shakes his head. <laughs> that was off air, guy. This is not a YouTube show. I just I, no, I, no, I didn't mean coming from, back. From I just talking no, no, to some no, people. I, I don't exactly think that. you. Have no, no. Much I thought you were shaking your head as in saying he's never going to be good. That that was the that's joke what that I, I was saying. shaking my head at because that's what I've been told. He's not no. like necessarily thought of as a as no. a young right. prospect. Jason Hines, they have some hope for. Yeah. All right. Well. Although that was weird. Need some tackles. Like you need it. You you know. So you 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 lose some a layer of depth at center. And Jason Hines can play center, <laughs> and he's active every week. Right. And all of a sudden, you Never lose David plays. Andrews, and Dave and Jason Hines goes on IR. Right, right. When Yodney Kajust gets activated off IR, and then you have to promote Cody Russi from the practice squad, or oh. Russi. I don't know if I pronounce yeah. that. Rusty. All right. I thought that whole thing was weird. <laughs> yeah, I agree. timing. It's always weird when those guys you haven't seen or heard anything of all of a sudden end up on IR. All right, lots of emails at webradio at pagers.com, so let's go to some of them. Jackson Ann Arbor, he says, standing 6'5 and having been one of the most athletic offensive linemen at the NFL Combine, Cole Strange has both the length and the nimble feet to play right tackle. Why don't the Patriots try moving Strange to right tackle and moving Isaiah Wynn to left guard? The results couldn't be worse than what we have been seeing so far this season. Something must be done. Nah, I, I mean, I think, again, you're weakening two spots. I mean, I, I think he's a guard. He's played inside his whole life. I mean, he can play some center maybe, but I think you're just asking too much of him. Let him, let him get settled at left guard and, you know, get Andrews back in. He's been solid uh, this year. I mean, he's a rookie, but I, I still think, you know, everybody probably wants him to, you know, come right in and, and be perfect. Uh, he hasn't been that, but I, I still think that the arrow points up with him long term, and I think between him and Onwenu, you've got two really good guards that are, you know, a, a kind of a complementary pair with on when you be in the, the road grader and, you know, Strange being really athletic and, and really snarly, which I love. Um, he's going to need some time. I think next year, offseason, bulk him up a little bit, get a little bit of weight on him. I think those are some of the problems he has handling some of that NFL power, and you, you saw it against the Jets with those two guys who are just beasts. Yeah. Uh, Addison in Fresno writes in, I wanted to raise the point, that the Patriots actually were better off for attempting both of the fourth downs than kicking two field goals in the red zone. Kicking two field goals with automatic <laughs> would have been would have given six points, and going for both fourth downs resulted in one touchdown, good for seven points. I personally wanted the Patriots to kick in both cases because you can beat the Patriots with your kicker. That said, the aggressive play did result in an extra point. Put me down for Team Zappy if it'll help Paul's pull <laughs> grow. <laughs> <laughs> Paul, can your pull still grow? No, I think I, that uh, that's tapped out. What uh, what did I miss? Nothing. Uh, let's talk about Cole Strange. Somebody wanted to move Cole Strange to right tackle. Um, I said no. After th that game? No, no, thank you. Uh, yeah. Oh, wow. We got uh, unvarnished deuce coming off the COVID fog. Yeah, yeah. I know. I'm yeah. just un unleashed. I've been sitting yeah. in my room. I got thoughts about the Patriots. I want to share them. Yeah, I wouldn't completely say never with Cole Strange moving a tackle, but I don't think this is the time. No. I, mean, I think he's struggling just at guard. Yeah, that's dead. like a next season thing maybe. If, if you even think he can do it. Right, because you might need sign. two tackles next year. Yeah. Yeah. Um, David writes in, do you think the Patriots as a team have reached their potential for the season? It seems like they need to win a certain way and haven't figured out how to win games that don't follow a pattern. Yep. Based on the remaining schedule, will we see this team play better than expected or put together a complete game? Uh, 
uh, I mean, I, I'm not going to say firmly yes or no. I mean, I still have some confidence. I mean, I think in, in the defense, I think they're good defense. I, I'm not going to say that they're a great defense right now, but I think on any given night, save for a couple teams, that defense can can keep you in, in games with just about everybody. I mean, look at the, the parity in the league this year. I mean, is there really, other than maybe four or five teams, any team that you don't think they got no shot against? I mean, no, it's with true. this there's, defense. There's only a few good teams this year. It's, yeah, but, unfortunately, many many of them are on the yeah. schedule of the second half of but the I season. But I think, you know, the Raiders, the, concern. the Raiders look a little bit different. The Cardinals look a little bit different. Yeah, yeah. Um, I'd be curious to see what those two teams – see, I didn't think they look really, especially the Cardinals – I'd be curious to see what those teams look like against the Patriots, though. Well, mobile, well, well, Kyler Murray and the mobile quarterback stuff—that that's been a big problem. Um, but I, I, I still think it comes down to your game against the Jets, beating Miami again. How you know? I, yeah. I, I don't like, really. I don't, know really how you, I don't know how much confidence you can have in that. Beating Miami. Beat Miami. Well, I think that's the step to take. I mean, I think that's the bar for me. I, I, I'm not really holding out hope much against Buffalo, but I think for the Patriots to like get out of this kind of funk that they've been in. I get the total point. I've made it a hundred times myself that there's a formula for this team, and that's how they kind of have to win. And yeah. last week in the second half, it was on full display. But to get to that next point, you knock off Miami here at the end of the season. I, I think that that would be you know a nice step, whether the playoffs are in the mix or not. It de- it, it would depend to me on what Miami looks like at the time. But well, if they look like they look right now, yeah, I would agree with everything Mike just said. But it's you tough. Know, it's tough. They're chances good. are They're good they team. won't look like that, and you know, and we'll see. That that's a long way off. Both teams won't look the same, you know, because they'll lose a lot of players between and, now and then. And that's the point. I mean, I know Evan, uh, Evan, I was texting with him this morning. I mean, he's all hot and bothered by them running RPOs. I mean, to him, just them running RPOs is like reset the, the trajectory of like what they could possibly do. I, I'm not there yet, uh, but I do just at least, I mean, how can it not get better this year? Like every year we've talked we'll about, talk them about going the Patriots, down, the running Patriots. RPOs. He thinks that's the key to unlocking well, he all knows, the success. Well, he likes it. He just likes it. I'm not saying it's the key to unlock this, but he, he likes that. He thinks they should do more of that kind of thing. I'll let him speak for himself yeah, tomorrow. I, I, I'm uh, not going to lie. I'm probably not going to be paying attention. That's disrespectful. It's not disrespectful. He hangs on every one of your words, Paul. <laughs> he doesn't. Listen, You're his hero. He doesn't have any respect whatsoever <laughs> for any of the opinions I have. That's pretty clear. But anyway. Oh, wow. How did trash talk go yesterday? Wow. No, it's just What's like. What's going on Because the all 22 guys don't respect the guys that don't do that. It's it's pretty clear. Like, let me tell you why you're wrong. It's yeah. basically the mantra of all the guys that watch all 22. Yeah. Like, Bedard. Like, and I like Greg. I, I, I yeah. like him personally. I get along with him very well. But he has to come on Twitter yesterday and say, I was as surprised as, as you guys are. What? So, in other words, you watch the game and thought one thing, and then you go and do this all 22 thing, and you think something 100% different? Yes. Th- that's ridiculous. Well, not necessarily, Paul. You, you're telling me that you watch a game and think a guy's awful, then you watch a game again and you think the guy was great. That that can he, happen? I don't I don't ever remember him saying he was great. He said it was really good. No. Yes, he, he did. He said it wasn't as bad as it looked. That's not what he said. And he said he was okay. He was actually really good Yeah, is what he said. I, I, I don't know. I, I, and again, I, I read it too. And in the if, context, you want, if you want I, to tell me that there was a play that you I thought was so-and-so's fault, really then good. you watch it on replay and say, on second thought, I actually think he did the right thing and someone else made him say that's that's exactly most that's wholly possible. That's, that's wholly possible. That's what he was saying. That's not what he said. He that's, he actually said it about uh, Jacoby Myers. He said that the pick looked more like it was on Jacoby Myers, and that he didn't know. I read the whole I, thing, yeah, I, yeah. I, and I but would, he doesn't know. He said that. Oh, can I respect, can I disagree on that one too? I, I mean, I, I I know, and he said I think, and my my view of it was that I thought Mac had Hunter Henry like no problem, easy completion. I thought. 
to me what potentially could have happened. And again, I have no idea. But it seemed to me like Mac on the fly been like, oh, there's no one behind you. Go that way. Because it was wide open behind him. Um, I wondered if it was more Mac just trying to improvise and get Jacoby to improvise with him so that they could have nailed the touchdown. But I thought he had Hunter Henry right away. I thought that was an easy, easy completion just to Hunter Henry. And I, yeah. I don't know why everyone's overthinking it. And, and I, I don't know. I don't because I don't know. Uh, unlike everybody else that does this, I don't know what the play calls are, and I don't know what the, what is supposed to happen on every play. Right? Because even the all twenty two people don't know that. Okay, but I can just tell you, if Myers was supposed to go out on that play, why was Michael Carter there to pick the ball off? What do you mean? Oh, on this, on the, you're talking about the, the on the pick, on the pick. Okay, on the pick six. Uh-huh. Why was Michael Carter? Because he out. thought he was going to go out too. <laughs> he thought he was going to go out right. too. Because the Myers picked the right leverage. You're saying to go the right way, correct? Because he ran away from Again, Carter. Again, I don't know. Yeah, yeah. I well, don't know what's supposed logically, to happen though. But maybe that's just one of those. They have a a, a good coverage here, and we're not going to throw it to Jacoby Myers because they're sitting on it. Mm-hmm. I don't know. But everybody, I shouldn't say everybody, some people have completely absolved the quarterback on that play and put it on Jacoby Myers. He's supposed to go out there. Yeah. And I don't really understand why, if he's supposed to go out, there's a defender out there who picked the pass off. Right. I absolve Again, I don't know because I don't know what the calls are. And I don't pretend to try to figure it out. Yeah. All right. We're going to take a quick break. A lot of interesting emails coming in. We'll get to those right after this. Get in on the action with DraftKings, the official daily fantasy partner of the New England Patriots. New customers can download the DraftKings app now and play free for millions in prizes using code PATS. That's code PATS only at DraftKings. Minimum $5 deposit required. Eligibility restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com for details. Patriot Place is the region's number one shopping, dining, and entertainment destination. Shop your favorites, including Vineyard Vines, Express, Olympia Sports, Petco, and more. Enjoy dining at one of our 19 restaurants, including Six String Grill and Stage, Scorpion Bar, and Bar Louie. And don't forget about the entertainment. Explore your inner artist at Muse Paint Bar, watch a movie at Showcase Cinema Deluxe, or grab a controller and start gaming at Helix Esports. For a complete directory listing, please visit patriot-place.com. How did Verizon build the fastest 5G in the world? We started by building it right with 5G Ultra Wideband. Then we gave it massive capacity and near zero lag. And it's not just fast, it's 25 times faster than today's 4G networks. This is 5G built right from the network more people rely on, only on Verizon. 5G Ultra Wideband available only in parts of select cities. Global claim based on open signal independent analysis. 25 times analysis by Ookla's speed test intelligence data Q2 2020. We deliver jerseys, funny foam fingers, and everything you need for the game. But what you really get is so much more. FedEx delivery. Game day spirit. What we deliver by delivering. In sports, if you think joy only happens after you win, think again. Look at the world's most successful athletes like Serena Williams, Brooks Kepka, and Alex Morgan. They don't spend all their days grinding away. They take time to enjoy themselves, like getting together with friends over a Michelob Ultra, because they know that happiness is the key to winning, and that joy is the whole game, not just the end game. Michelob Ultra, 95 calories, 2.6 grams of carbs. It's only worth it if you enjoy it. Enjoy responsibly. AB Michelob Ultra Light Beer, St. Louis, Missouri. Some people are never content with simply being good. Not when they can be great, but it takes a big step to get there. In fact, it takes a leap of faith, a belief in what you're striving toward, and a willingness to make the commitment, day in and day out, to something bigger than yourself. 
Putnam is proud to partner with those who share their own commitment to performance excellence. This is Matt Light for Putnam Investments, a world of investing. There's no season better than football season. And there's no better place to get in on all of the action than with DraftKings, the official daily fantasy sports partner of the New England Patriots. To add to the thrill, DraftKings has millions of dollars in prizes up for grabs every week. So head to the app now and check it out. If you haven't tried it yet, fantasy football is easy to play. Just pick nine players, stay under the salary cap, and pile up points for yards, touchdowns, receptions, and so much more. There's no better way to put your football knowledge to the test than to compete for a shot at $1 million in total prizes. Download the DraftKings app now and use promo code PATS to get a shot at millions of dollars in total prizes every week. That's promo code PATS to get a shot at millions of dollars in total prizes every week, only at DraftKings. Eligibility restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com for details. Patriots fans, you'll want to check out the replay on this one. Pat the Patriot is stealing the show tonight with his Bank of America mobile banking app. That's right, folks. So here we see Pat cheering and then whammo. Is that Bank of America life plan? Looks like he's saving up for some big future moves. Planning the next vacay, huh, big guy? And wait, now he's paying back his buddy for concessions using Zell? No penalty there. Incredible. No way. As if that double move wasn't impressive enough, now he's beefing up his account defense with security meter? Holy cannoli, what a performance. Bank of America's digital tools are so impressive, Patriot fans just can't stop banking. Learn more at bankofamerica.com slash banking. You must be enrolled in online banking or download the latest version of the mobile banking app only available on select mobile devices. Message and data rates may apply. Terms and conditions apply. Member FDIC. Want to get into the game? Get coached up at Dean College. Equipped with exclusive academic partnerships featuring the Patriots, Revolution, Providence Bruins, Summer Baseball, and more, our classrooms are set up for success by learning directly from the pros. Dean College has programs in communications, sports management, business, and marketing with unprecedented hands-on experiences. Our students take what they learn in the classroom and put it right to work in the marketplace. At Dean College, our students don't just play games, we run them. Visit us at dean.edu. Shotgun snap to Jones at first and ten. He stands in his pressure. The map is going to be brought down. Sacked again. John Franklin Myers. He's been in on three sacks for the Jets. It's the second of this game already with a takedown inside the 35. It's a three-man rush. Three-man rush. Ridiculous. I mean, he just win. manhandles Isaiah Wynn. Stens takes the snap, drop it back, look it left, get as he throws to the near side, it's caught. Touchdown New York, just inside the pylon in the lower left-hand corner with a strike to Conklin. That's a hell of a throw by Zach Wilson. Shotgun snap to Matt, he's in the pocket, throws down the middle, catch by Stevenson, runs it right across the 40, to midfield, tackled from behind. Alexander helps to bring him down along with Jordan Whitehead, and they'll mark him at the 49 of New England. Jones in the gun, Stevenson to his right, Matt takes a low snap, that's a four-man rush, hit as he throws, that ball fluttering in the air, hit's going to be picked off, and Michael Carter has it, leaping for the Jets, and coming down at the 24 of New York. Out of the two-minute warning, fourth and one for the pass from the 21, 
And they go shotgun with Matt Jones, joined by Damian Harris to his left. Two by two set down 10-3. Here on the second of the snap to Jones oh and give God. to Harris. No, fake to Harris. And throw by Jones left, overshooting Jacoby Myers. Oh, my God. Oh, the Patriots. With a good fake to Damian Harris, defense collapsed on him, and Jones tried to feather it out to Jacoby Myers. Incomplete. The Jets take over at the 21. Zach Wilson with a trip bunch left. Two receivers to the right, including Barrios in motion. The snap to Wilson, pressure by Judah. Goes it to the right. It's intercepted by Bentley on a high ball. He picks it off and runs it to the 40 of New York. Oh, my God. A critical error by Zach Wilson. It's the worst. The worst throw I've seen all year. Snap to Jones in the pocket. Looking left. Throws it. All season. Goodbye to the right side. 35-40 to midfield. Down the right side. 30 to the 20, to the 10, and to the end zone. There is a flag trailing the interception by Carter. Hold on. He runs it all the way back. Michael Carter with an apparent pick six. There is a flag back at the 33. It's on the defense. Jones coming off. Personal foul, roughing the pass, a defense number 91. Oh, 15-yard penalty, first down. What a huge swing. Now the pass of the first and 10 from the far hash, right hash with the 38, go right to left, the gift to Ramondre Stevenson, runs it to the right side, oh. breaks a hit, past the 45, off the hit, oh. midfield, bouncing to the right, to the 40, to the 30, chased by Mosley and shoved out of bounds. Ramondre Stevenson to the New York 27. Now they've got a fourth and one from the five. Jones again in the gun. Myers to his left. Trips to the left, including motion. Stevenson. Myers motions to the right wing. Snap low to Jones. He throws it right. Jacoby with the catch. First down yeah, and four. Touchdown. Dive to the end zone. Touchdown, Patriots. There you go. It's what have some stones on the road. A six-point New England lead. It's a shorter high snap. It's a pressure-free punt. And kick is high, but short to the 40. Returnable for Jones. He starts left to midfield. Go. He runs to the 45-40. Near side, 35-30. Marcus Jones tackled from behind. Drop at the 25. Three receivers, near side right. Play fake and a bootleg to the right. Pulling up. Wilson looks downfield. Chased by Judon. Side step. Oh, oh, yeah. Near side intercepted <laughs> by Devin McCarty. He comes over <laughs> along the sideline. A throw away by Wilson and a gift for the Patriots who have it at the 41. That might be dumber than the previous one. Garrett Wilson with a short motion from the right side. The snap back to Zach Wilson. He's pressured again. He's chased to the right. Matt Wilson in pursuit. Now Wise throws A throw down fifth. Yes. McCarty's got another. Coming back to the 35-40. Far sideline 50. Go. Devin down the sideline to the 40. Stepping out of bounds after his second pick of the day. Wilson is under pressure. Wilson is sacked by Lawrence Guy. Hey, you're lucky you don't have this guy. Zach Seriously. Wilson sacked number, inside the 10. Number two overall pick in the draft here. That You're married to this guy. Okay. He ain't going anywhere. Quarterback waits on the snap, and he takes it. Drops back with a four-man rush. He throws to the back of the open. end zone for Conklin. Wide open. It's a wow. touchdown for New York. The Jets have made this a one-score game with 1.51 to go. Conklin's second TD of the day. With 32 seconds to go in victory formation, he drops to his knee, and the Patriots have won for a 13th consecutive time over the New York Jets. And head coach Bill Belichick has recorded his 325th career win that now gives him sole possession of second place behind only Don Shula in all-time head coaching victories.
Bridgestone is the official tire of the New England Patriots, and Bridgestone tires are now on sale through December 10th at all Sullivan Tire locations. Visit SullivanTire.com for a location near you. All right, we're back here. Patriots Unfiltered, 855-PATS-500 is the Ace Ticket Hut line. Web radio at Patriots.com is the email address. Uh, Sean McLaughlin writes in. He's from Pennsylvania. Quick bullet points. One. Sean, where you been, man? Yeah, one. I'm sure glad Belichick didn't give up a second and fifth round pick for Roquan Smith because I can't wait. Belichick used to, that suck second round pick for a special team player and fifth round pick on a kicker. Oh, boy. Um, what's he talking about? Anyway, that took a turn. Yeah. Two, you guys are not like that. Um, you guys are not like that. You very objective on this subject, but shows like the Greg Hill and Maz and Felger and most fans are off the Mac Jones train. Look, Grogan had his detractors and his interception before he won fans. Drew had his, Drew, Drew had his, boy, the, the grammar here. But Mac has played four games this year, Chicago game notwithstanding. Let Mac develop his main, let Mac develop, he has no punctuation. His main handicap is having Bluto and Chet from Weird Science as his coaches. I give him till next year to see what he is. I have faith in Mac. Okay, whatever. Uh, and he says, Fred, I hate this. Keep the silver pants at home until you go uh, full throwbacks full time, which is coming sooner than later. Well, I, I think he was drinking when he wrote that. That, Some, was, that was a poorly written email. Somebody sent me a helmet with, like, it's like the white helmet with the old red and white striping down the middle, but then the flying Elvis on the sides. It was it was Yeah, sharp. see, I like it's that. A mesh, I'd like to see that. A mix. Yeah, I'd like to see will. that. I yeah. liked it. I liked it. It was sharp. Because the Patriots still have an alternate jersey that they could use. You know, you're allowed to have, you know, your, your home and away. You're allowed a throwback, and you're allowed an alternate. Ooh, what? Let's go. Let's yeah. can we, so we, you're saying that the table is is there if they wanted yeah. to put a New Jersey into rotation. You could do it. You could do it, yeah. and not one. Yeah, that's but you're just talking say, about right. a helmet. Yeah, yeah. Well, that would be. Could that be it. part of it? That'd be well, part you're going to introduce a third helmet. Well, it's the same helmet. It's just got a different decal. Yeah. Well, so it's a. It's like you could mix the two. Yeah. You probably already have the stickers. You don't even need to buy yeah. anything new. Right. Spray paint them white. Yeah. I see. Um, Sullivan in the Bay Area, glad Patriots got a win against the Jets. Part of me the, thought the streak could end prior to the game. It may very well have ended if the roughing the passer penalty didn't negate the Patriots jet, uh, picks, uh, the Jets pick six. That's what we all said. Anyway, who are the five best players on the team right now? If I had to rank them, I would say one, Judon, two, Stevenson, three, Myers, four, Duggar, and five, McCourty. I don't know. The mm. four and five spot took me a while to think of. Uh, I I'd be different. I, I'm with you on the top two. I'd, I'd probably put Dietrich Wise in there. I don't think I don't think McCourty's in there. Um, uh, in terms of the way he's played this year, I would agree that uh, that Wise would be four. Yeah, um, I like Myers in there. Yeah, I like Myers at three. I, I would have Wise four, and I, I would probably Nick Folk. <sighs> yeah. I mean, we're just talking about how they're playing yeah. this yeah. year. I mean, no. I mean, I have he a just real. Won, I mean, he like, just scored you 16 here, 22 I points. I mean, Duggar's Duggar's fine. He's up and down. He's, he's up and down. He's in and out of the lineup with injuries. Yep. I think the tight end problems have been existing with him in the lineup and with him out of the lineup. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you'd like to see Barmore in that list, but he's not right now. Nope. I don't think he's played great this year, but I yeah, do think he was playing right. better when he got hurt, unfortunately. Yeah, yeah. yeah he was. Uh, Mike, you're so right about Matt's shenanigans. 
Thank you. The Brian Bur- Burns leg pull, the sliding with the cleats up, the fake injury stuff has to go. We need Mac the man, not Mac the young boy in the modeling picture with tennis racket. <laughs> hey, Mac, grow up and stuff. Yeah. Our team needs to look up and see a leader. Enough with the petulance. The zappy train, in my heart, has got a little coal cooking on the engine still. Engine. Yeah, that was, you know, coming out of the game, I was kind of just meh on Mac for, for reasons we've talked about. But but that that stuff, I just play the game. You know, don't don't try to get calls. Don't try to do little little tricky things. Yeah, like I remember. Just play the game hard. I, I think it was the Monday night Cam Newton COVID game in Kansas City mm. that Mahomes kind of tried to buy a call out of bounds like that. And I, and I was like, that ah, that's. He's too good for that. Right. I was like, you don't need that. Like that, I don't, I don't you like that. You shouldn't have to do that. You should be able to say that if we got out here and we execute what we think we can do, we'll win. Not, oh man, we could really. I mean, and, and I mean, I guess in a way, I get it. Like, you, you sure do. So you, you sure don't like the those. idea of get, looking for every little edge you can get? No, not in the no. way he's doing it. No. No, I hate it when Brady did it, and he was the greatest quarterback well, of all time. That's what I'm saying. Like, he, he used to do it. And it looks to me so calculating. Like, the one where we were talking about where it seemed like he was literally knocked out for, like, a half a second. And then and then he pops up, and he runs like he's great to, like, offset any potential. Was he really hurt? It, I, and the same thing when he was going out of bounds. Like, he kind of pauses for a second. Like... Just focus on making okay. the plays and, and stop. And, with and that I'm probably stuff. not as bothered by it as Mike is, but I love the rant. But I would also wonder if some of this, like you said, it was you used the word calculated, and I'm wondering if maybe go back to this whole how this whole thing started. And he's like, I'm hell bent on showing everybody how damn tough I am, you know. So I'm going to go down. But I'm going to pop up and exaggeratedly run back like there's nothing wrong with me. You can't hurt me like. I, I don't need that. Like I, your, 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 your teammates know what you are. What do you care what anybody else thinks? Well, Joe Burrow said it last night pregame. He said that one of the things that he looked at was when Brady got hit in 2002 or three, I think, against the Bills yeah. when he got his helmet knocked off and he was a kid watching that. He goes, that's how I want to be. Heck, yeah. I, I don't want to stay down. I want to get right, right back up. Yeah. Right. And that's – and I, I know it's just – it's part of your team's d- dynamic, you know? It's your team dynamic of we believe in us, we can do what we have to do, and that sends a message to me of, like, we kind of need to get some calls. Like, I really could really could benefit if I got a 15-yarder right now, and that would help us score. Like, And it hasn't, like, I, I, I can't come up with other examples off the top of my head, but there's been other of this well, kind of stuff. I'll give you them. one. Please. It was, like, the day after Christmas last year, the Buffalo game, when there was, like, did he get hit? Did he not? David Andrews came over and got really upset about it. Remember, it was I think it was at the end of the first half. I don't think he I was completely it. trying to sell a call, and it might have been you know in this like we talked about. That's the problem is they're so inconsistent with these calls. <clears throat> maybe it was a call. Maybe it should have been a penalty. Maybe it wasn't. But the hue and cry, like oh, I got to get that call every time. And I mean, I I I, I don't know. I just don't I don't like it. Maybe. Maybe that's what they all do, uh, you know. Because yeah, Fred's right. They, Brady used to do it all the time. I remember all the time. I remember Bill. This was years ago. Uh, he was on the sideline coaching, and I forget what team we were playing. It might have been the time. I forget, but anyway, one of their players got knocked out of bounds on our sideline, and Bill like immediately stepped in front of the guy, so it would take him an extra second to get back on the field. And I was like, wow, he's, he <laughs> thinks of everything. He thinks of everything. Yeah. Like, like, what did he do? The play was going on. The guy gets knocked out out of bounds on our sideline, and Bill 
stepped in front of him so he couldn't get back on the field right away. It was like, it, I'm like, it was and obvious. You liked, what he, and you like that I liked, stuff? I was like, wow, he, he, he thinks of everything. Hmm. You know, just that extra second could make a difference. Yeah, I, I, I just like, I, I don't know I'm, if it's I'm all different. This, I don't the know, same like, thing. I don't know. I, I I'm just, embarrassed by that. I'm, I, I, this stuff, and I, like I said, the Brian Burns stuff last year, I was kind of like, ah, oh, it's a rookie. He's just in a pile. Right. He doesn't well, really the know. The first like, time something happens, you can, but when people start you can to have do plausible over deniability. and over and over again, am I going to be watching this for 10 years, Mac? I'll Jones tell you live, to get and I can't believe it didn't get more traction than it did live. I thought he kicked the guy in the nuts uh, against yeah. Chicago on purpose. Uh-huh. And I said it uh, in the, I was like, that was dirty. Like, I, it it just kind of like flew under the radar. No one really talked about it well, what because about, of the mess that yeah. ended up uh, ensuing with with Zappy and and Mac. Mm-hmm. Well, what about the the philosophy or the mindset? Well, I'm going to slide, and if you're going to jump on me, you're going to get a cleat in the face. He was or, jumping over him. No, I know, yeah. but like I'm putting my foot up to keep you from hitting me I when a, I slide. It's like a safety issue to me, yeah, and I, I, don't, I don't have any. No, I know. I, I got, I, I'm just saying that yeah. that might be his mindset. I, I just want the mindset of I'm his just going to play my I'm going to play my ass off, and I'm going to beat people with with my play, and not because. So I you wouldn't have liked Ty Cobb. No. <laughs> what did Ty Cobb do? Take me oh, back, he, Grandpa. He used, to like, he used to like was jump he? in the air and, and spike guys spike, on purpose. I mean, this is according purpose. to war. I mean, who knows? Yeah, wow. there's pictures of it. Yeah. 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 Ty Cobb, I didn't know. Yeah. Uh, just just listen to a game with Bob Costas. He'll tell you all about it. <laughs> <laughs> like on the radio back in the day? Or <laughs> um, Ace Ticket Hotline, 855-PATS-500. Uh, let's go to Brandon in Oregon. What's up, Brandon? Hey, what's going on, yeah? Hey, hey Brandon. Hey, uh, I was just wondering, you guys may have covered this already, but the, the trade deadline's today, right? Yeah. yeah. Four o'clock. Uh, give me your guys' the top three guys you think get moved. Well, we don't think anybody yeah, will, yeah, but if they all. do, we think Wynn is number one. Aguilar is, could be one. But Paul makes a good point. Why would you trade any of your receivers right now? You know, you, you need them all. You need them all. And you potentially could, you know. Yeah, I, I would agree with Freddie. Um, Wynn would be probably my number one. Mine. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, in terms no, of odds, anyone on the defensive side of the ball, or I would say win and then born. Um, any anyone we acquire on the de- on the defense. I mean, they, you know, like you look. Okay, where are they deep safety? But they've used all those safeties. They needed them. You know, Duggar's been in and out. Peppers got hurt a little bit. I could know? see if Duggar was playing great and those top three were just kind of solidified, and Peppers was kind of chomping at the bit behind right. the scenes. He's getting healthy after last off season that. You know, maybe he has some kind of interest around the league as a guy who can do a bunch of things, return punts, play special teams. Maybe he, maybe. Would, be, maybe he would be three. But I agree with you guys. And this is what, um, like I said, I, this is what I wrote in the notes today. Like, I wouldn't trade any of them, but yeah. maybe win, born, peppers. If mm-hmm. a team wanted to give you a two for Zappy, would you do it? <laughs> in, a, in a heartbeat. <laughs> I, I think <laughs> you even got Brandon to laugh. <laughs> he guffawed. I think okay. Fred's here to see if I can have a heart attack. <laughs> Thanks, Brandon. Appreciate the call. Uh, let's go to Brad in the Eastern Shore. What's up, nice. Brad? Hey, happy Tuesday, guys. Hey. Glad you're feeling better, Mr. Deuce. Thanks. Appreciate it. I, I watched the entire game, as I have for 40 years. Um, nothing seems smooth when Mac is on the field this year. And I, I, that's the only way I can say it. I said it to my dad. Uh, last week at the beginning of the game because he was able to watch it on Monday Night Football. Uh, nothing is smooth, and I just don't understand how we can just go week after week and it just 
doesn't change. I think Deuce said that. He's looking for something to move the needle, and we're just stuck in neutral. But it's the smoothness. Everything is jerky. Everything is... It's a grind. That's what I said. It's a grind. Everything's a grind with the offense. I mean, it's like 4.2 yards a play. And that's what, you know, four yards, four yards. I mean, it's just, it's, it's, I mean, they have, they've had some plays here and there. I mean, Stevenson's made the most of them, but I agree. They got to find a rhythm, a stride. But they're not really plays designed. Right. They're plays that he right. made. Yep. You know what that's I mean? That's a good way to put it. You know, yeah. If we didn't have Ramondre, who I was so thrilled, Fred, when I came down and met you in Atlanta last year, I got to stop him on the street and talk with him for about five minutes. If we didn't have Ramondre right now, I don't know where this team would be. And it's hard, as as much as Paul is cringing right now, talking about a running back being the savior of a team, I honestly don't know where we'd be without him on offense. You'd be 4-4. Four and four. Boy, I don't see how you, you think you would have won that game without Ramondre Stevenson the other, the, two days ago? Yep, because so I, I'm assuming everything happened the other way. Did everything yeah. happen the same way? Because yes. you took over in field goal range enough times to win the game. And if and I don't think Ramondre Stevenson had anything to do with all the picks. No, I don't. I mean, they, I mean, I just think that there's also a psychological level of making no plays. Oh, I'm not taking. I'm like, not taking no. anything away from Stevenson's effort no. in the game. No, I'm saying that. But team's I think. Effort. But I think they would have won the game. Yeah. I think without Ramondre Stevenson right now, they'd be they'd be two and six. Okay. Because I think they'd be four and he, four. He has single-handedly carried that team down the field on a number of occasions. He's, okay. he's, he's been great. Hasn't done it that he's many times because they don't go down the field very many times. No, I, I, I like Stevenson. I, I love I, Stevenson. Yeah. I think he's the best player on the team. <laughs> I think it's illustrating how much trouble I think they're in. Yeah. All right, Brad. Thank you. Um, by the way, I read Brad's father's blog, and his father's blog said, you know, that nothing is smooth with Mac Jones, according to a source. So now I know who the source was. It was Brad, his son. His dad's got a blog? I'm only oh. kidding. Oh, that was pretty good. Yeah. Uh, That's like two shows in a row you got me. John, You got du- me with the Tony Robbins thing last week. John and Duxbury. What's up, John? Uh, gentlemen, how are you? Hey, good. John. Hey, John. Yeah, I, I, want to, I want to talk about the Jets game, but then please tell me what team is stupid enough to give up anything for Aguilar or win. I don't think you can find any team that gives well, you know, to find anything. But here's the thing, you know, you know, when was the first round pick? He was obviously a good player, you know, in Georgia. And yeah, the key you, word is was right. And you have these teams, and the Patriots are one of them. We're like, we'll take that guy, and we'll make well, him. I, I would say they, that they, there's a lot of that mindset. In a the team NFL. that's really struggling on the offensive line, and now I would are like the Patriots, but that like yeah. like Patriots. like the Raiders, or like the Bengals. Oh, I like the Patriots. Why wouldn't they say, you know, oh, we'll give you a conditional sixth? I think the Raiders is a great one. They already took Justin Huron, and then he right. got hurt, so why you not know? just now, take I, it? I mean, I, to Fred's, you know, I know Fred was, was poking the bear a little bit to try to get a rise out of me. I don't think they're going to get a first or second round pick or anything, but, you know, uh, no, you could, you, you'll get a late, you could get a late round pick for him. Conditional. Yeah. I, I'd be surprised. And I want to give a thumbs up uh, to a when who, I think he was the only one that didn't give up a sack against the Jets. I don't think he gave up a pressure either. Yeah, that's actually not how you pronounce it anymore, too. I yeah, I don't believe that. Oh, what does that now? sound? I don't know. It was the most ridiculous thing ever. They, they pronounced it about six different ways TV, during the game, and, and then, then they, they told said, everybody that we've been pronouncing right, it Right, they wrong. were, like, chuckling to themselves, like, it's actually Amwananu. You know, what? Like, yeah. like, it's some weird... That's, for, it's, 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 sorry. it's news to oh, us. Awainu, oh, I think is oh, what they said. 
Like they yeah. they protected they like ignored the N altogether. Like we say yeah. on, on, on one U. It's already been established. This is established law here. We're but who year knows? Three. Who knows? I'm not we're, changing. We're probably, we're probably doing it wrong, but by the time we need to learn, he won't be a Patriot anymore anyway. It's, so. it's Chandler Thanks, Jones. Chandler. <laughs> Chandler. That's only it's you. It's LeGarrette Blount. That, th- those are all you problems. <laughs> that, that, that's staying forever. Uh, Eldred's in North Carolina. Hey, Eldred. Hey, fellas. How y'all doing today? Good. Hey, Eldred. Hey, Paul. I want to apologize for uh, Sunday that post-game, a uh, pre-game. I said the joke wrong. <laughs> the joke was, could we trade, could we get a second round for offensive coordinator and offensive line coach? So this was killing the, uh, the Patriots right now, you know, because you can't do both. You can't be the head co- the caller and then coach the offensive line and you're getting beat like that every okay. week. I'm going to be – uh, You ain't straight out the line. You ain't doing that. I'm going to be suck that. up Polly again, Fred. You ready? Yeah. But Greg, I'm going to be suck up Polly. No, because <laughs> – how do you think the offensive line, like they had a really bad first game against Miami. And how do you think it was like the next, say, five weeks? Started to get a little better. It was okay, right? Yeah. Uh, and then you, lo- then, you, then you lose some personnel and you have a really bad game against the Jets, okay? And the reason I say this is it wasn't Matt Patricia who decided to trade or, or lose two of his starting offensive linemen. And it wasn't Matt Patricia's fault that a third one went down with injuries. So basically the line that you had last year was without three starters on Sunday. Shaq Mason, Ted Karras, and David Andrews. It also, I don't think, was Matt Patricia's idea to switch your tackles that's, from right to left. That's yeah. Okay? So, no so the offensive line is having some problems right now. They're injury-related and they're personnel-related for sure. I, I'm like, Are is that Matt Patricia's fault? Like, I, I know I come off as a suck-up. No. I'm, I'm more concerned about different things than that. I, I mean, I I go back. Yeah, I'm I'm also concerned about your play calling and like um, Matt look like he just like he just uh, scared to death. He's not taking to all the reads from what I'm looking at. Yeah, I I, know, I, I worry more about the quarterback than I do who's calling the plays. Yeah, and and I worry more about the the I I guess just but, the the confidence level in the quarterback. I was really shook by the the sequence of events after the pick six that was overturned. I was like I, I was like we can't you can't play like that. Like so, the no, next play after the pick but, but six, Paul. they ran the ball down inside the five. It got called back for a Cole Strange holding call, by the way. Um, so it ended up setting up a, a long yarded situation. Dive, dive, yeah. kneel on the ball. White flag. Like, what are we They're doing like with, with with two timeouts? What are we doing? We're not even trying to score a touchdown. I think they yeah, were shook. I think they were like, let's just take the three. They weren't. Yeah. They weren't as shook and, as I and was. We'll, and we'll get the ball to start the second but, half. But are you better off, like, for, like for the betterment of Mac Jones? Aren't you better off trying to figure out what, what you know, what can he do? Well, maybe in my, that my moment they saw that. something. I don't know. You know, like he was rattled a little. I don't know. You know? I just think there's a stark contrast too with like, and I know that different offenses and all that, and in different defenses. But like, you know, when Zappy went in, like. It looked functional, like in a way that I don't think it's looked functional with Mac. Now, is that on them and the offenses and the play calls that they're doing? Yeah. I don't know, but at least shows me that somewhere in there, there's a functional offense that looks you, like. It remember can make when plays. I had my whole rant about like some guys Thanks, just Eldridge. some guys just get breaks. Some guys, you know, through no fault yeah. of their own, things happen. Good fortune follows them. I think this is an example of it. Everybody, you know, just said, you know, it's Detroit, Cleveland, Chicago. Stiff, stiff, stiff. 
except for one of those three stiffs had the third-ranked pass defense in football, Chicago. That's what Matt got to start against, followed by the Jets, who I don't care what anyone says, that's a good defense. I watched them on Sunday. That was good defense. I think, listen, I'm not, like, telling you Mac Jones is the next star because you guys know I don't think that. But I think if Bailey Zappi played on Sunday – it would have been similar. It could have been double-digit sacks yeah. and, and four or five turnovers. Yeah. Because I think Mac made, you know, a lot of good plays to avoid disasters. Now, so Paul, in the Bedard camp. Yeah, but I didn't, t- I didn't tell you that I, saw, I thought he was a disaster when I watched the game. Yeah. I saw the, the third-down conversions, and we talked about this in the postgame. I'm a little hurt that you didn't listen to the postgame, but that's okay. Um, no, I was on it. We too. talked about the third-down conversions. Now, they completely went away. Where I cut ties with the, the pro offense crowd is somehow there's this notion that they, they got it all together at the half and came out. It got worse in the second half. They didn't convert any third downs in the second half. I think they were 6 for 19 in the game, and I think all of them came in the first half. Mm. They had 120 yards of offense in the second half, and that was despite taking over constantly on the Jets' side of the field. The only reason why they scored points is because of where they were getting the ball. Well, if they had gotten the ball at their own 20, it would have had more yards because they didn't have the opportunities. No. They were going three and out every possession. I'm only kidding. They would have lost if they took over on their own 20. This is what I'm talking like, They, Mac Jones faced a much, much more difficult task on Sunday than Bailey Zappi did in Cleveland. Oh, yeah. Uh, Ford in Savannah, Georgia. Hello, World Original Podcast. Hello, back. Hello. Uh, you are also the world's best podcast, hands down. That's right. Well, thank you. Do you think <sighs> Max' sophomore slump is a direct result of line play from this in last year? I saw him take a lot of hits last year like a champ, but unfortunately they have continued this year leading to two injuries. My fear is he is the making of a baby David Carr scenario. P.S. Belichick threw the Bears game to get a historic win against the Jets. I have a source in the building since anyone can say that now. <laughs> <laughs> well done. Uh yeah, I, he's just not seeing it. He doesn't look comfortable. I don't know where to, to, to divvy up the blame. I think the hits are probably or, part of it, though. Yeah. yeah. No, I, and I mean, you get pounded on. Eventually, it's, it's, it's going to wear it's on you. It's a trust issue, and when you see guys get beat, you know, I mean, it's one thing to have a mental lapse and you allow a free rusher to come in. Those things, you know, it, all right, that's a miscommunication. But when your guys are just physically getting dominated, it's a lot more disconcerting to say. You, hey, we can clean up when we just made a mental error, but when you just simply can't compete physically with certain guys off the edge, I mean, that's, you know, especially with that's where you got guys screaming in. I mean, it's off his blind side. I, I get it. I get I just would like to see Mac have a little bit more, um, I don't think patience is the right word, but having a little bit more pocket awareness to step up, make a little shuttle, subtle, <laughs> shuttle, little subtle shift here to your right, find a guy and, and deliver the ball and not, you know, the second the pocket breaks down, be looking to get out or panicking. One thing I was thinking about. What he said. You know, at the, you know when McDaniels left, everybody was, you know, wondering, oh, will they bring in Bill O'Brien? And it seemed like, you know, there was this courtesy to the out to Saban that, you know, I'm, I'm not going to pick him off right now. But do you think that, you know, Patricia's just a placeholder until O'Brien comes next year? I, I, I think about that, Fred. I mean, I think about all those positions because I think, do you bring in an offensive line coach? You know, do you, do you say, hey, you know, we're going to take something off Patricia's? You don't bring in Bill O'Brien. Instead, you bring in, a, you know, another offensive line coach to, to take some of that off of his plate. Yeah. You know, do, do you round out the staff in, in that with the offensive staff in that way? 
That, but I think it's a fair question. And then, you know, it's an acknowledgement of it. Did it not work in 2022? Is that why you're making these changes now? Did was that a poorly executed plan or a poorly, you know, planned plan? Um, I, I don't know. I guess we're going to have to see, you know, kind of where things end up. But it's like the bar is so low right now with this offense that, like, it's not hard for them to look maybe a little bit more than competent at the end of the year and say, all right, well, they got better. It got better. They look like they're on a track. I actually think that there's been signs that the offensive line, I mean, I'm sorry, the offensive play calling situation has improved. I think they're, I mean, I'm always going to complain about individual calls. I think they've grown uh, way too reliant on that third and long draw because it worked once, okay, (laughs) as an example. But it ain't a penalty if they don't call it, right? The fourth and one from the five, good play design. You're going to get Hunter Henry to block uh, Sauce Gardner in the end zone so Jacoby Myers can leak into the flat. Yep. It ain't a penalty if they don't call it. Uh, same thing with one of the third down conversions on a third and long in the first half. Shallow cross by Jacoby Myers right into Hunter Henry and, and uh, Ramondre Stevenson who are already engaged in blocking because they're in a zone. The Jets played a ton of zone in that game, and they're already engaged as blockers. That's good play design. Like that's that's good good play calling. You know you're not going to be able to drop back on third and eleven against that rush, and find a guy breaking seventeen yards downfield for a first down. You got to throw some underneath, and and you know John o. Smith had a, had some yards after a catch to convert one. Myers did it a couple of times. Um, I, I'm not telling you it's been great. I don't like it. I still don't like what they're doing. I think they made it hard on themselves intentionally just like the whole like yanking mac jones out of the game monday night created something on their own but i do think there are signs that that things are have gotten better in some of those operational situations all right optimistic paul uh back i can because I, I, I can be fair about it back to the ace ticket line 855 pats 500 uh chris with a t-i-a-n what's up christian hey guys um i i think i've been listening to the show long enough where i can say with confidence that brad's call and then Paul's response about Stevenson, if they didn't have him, the Pats being four or that and two weeks from now, or maybe even like tomorrow, somebody will call or email and say, why does Paul hate Stevenson? Oh, yeah. Oh, no, friends it, it instantly. I know. Are you playing like Grand Theft Auto? <laughs> 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 I'll, tell you, I'll tell you what it will be, uh, Christian. Someone will go on Twitter and tweet Ramondre Stevenson and oh. say that I was I, I, I said he was irrelevant at when Paul I said Perillo. when I said no you know at PFW Paul said that you had nothing to do with any of the wins which is not oh. what I which is not at all what I said oh. but someone will do that on Twitter because that's what they do that's what they do on Twitter <laughs> Elon Musk Twitter now um, yeah maybe things will change now that you have a, an adult in the room but we'll see I think it's going to be everything's okay now uh, Jeremy Fowler's reporting the Patriots do not plan to move Isaiah Wynn. oh. So there, so there it is. So, so I'd expect and him to go in. It is. So uh, uh, I'll save that one for off air. But I, I would is. expect him to be very much in play by the four o'clock trade deadline. Wow. Let me just say that. Wow. Wow. You don't put much stock into Jeremy Fowler. I no, I do. Wow. I'll tell you why I oh. say what I said afterwards. I think Jeremy Fowler does a good job. Okay. I don't at Jeremy Fowler. PFW Paul <laughs> thinks. <laughs> no, no. I think he does. I think he does a really good job. I think he's. One of those guys that's tapped in around the league. But I'll tell you what I, why I said what I said. Okay. Mm. All right. Off air. Yeah. And uh, just as far as Sunday goes, I, I find it hard, at least at least for me, to come out of there feeling good about really much of anything. I just feel like it was another game that just raised more questions than answers. And 
Paul, I'm with you about the play calling. It seems like it, there's a little bit more, you know, to it. And there's, and there's more people, you know, look at the film and, you know, tweet stuff that the concepts are there and the plays are there to be made. Evan actually had a tweet about that, you know, the other day there was a film review that, you know, the plays are there, more RPO, all that stuff. I just, I, I'm sort of in the camp with everybody else. Like, I, I Mac, it just looks way too clunky. And I'm psyched about Stevenson. I'm psyched about Jack Jones. You know, teachers wise, yes, six jump, awesome. Juron playing great, but I, there's a part of me deep down inside that kind of just can't wait for this year to be over because I just don't think they're going anywhere. And I, mm. it's a defeatist, you know, view to have, but I, that's kind of just how I feel. Even with mm. the AFG being, you know, not as good as we thought it would be, I don't necessarily think it's wide open, but I, that's yeah, kind of where. See, that's the thing is, I, 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 right I wonder what people. Yeah, and I, I kind of agree with Christian, but I, I wonder what people All were right. thinking <laughs> heading in. All right. Into like hitting into, I th- I think that I don't think the AFC is wide open. Like like Christian just said, I don't think it's wide open at all. I think there are two clear cut yeah. teams, and I don't think there's always two clear cut teams. It could be wide open for the wild card. Yeah, but I think that's I, I think most people felt that. Yeah. Now w- you could maybe say I thought like a Denver would be yeah. much better than the Patriots, and they haven't been. Right. Right. Raiders. You know, I think the Raiders were kind of on the cusp. Um, I, I would think the Raiders would be a better. Chargers. Than, the Raiders would be better. Than, I think the Chargers are exactly where I think most people. No. You know, they're like a five hundred nine and eight, ten and seven kind Cincinnati. of team. Same kind of thing. You know, like I, I think that those t- like everybody is in a bunch. But I don't understand. Like maybe the Jets are better than. You know, obviously, no one had the Jets at five and three. But I think everybody's bunched together, and I just wonder, like. How did you think it was going to separate? There was going to be like seven 13-win teams and seven four-win well, teams? And I think a lot of people thought the Colts were going to be better well, with Matt I, see, Ryan. See, I don't. You don't think they were going to be better? No, I think that they were going to be better with Matt Ryan, but I, I don't think a lot of people thought they were going to be like any threat. No, but like last year think, they just got nudged out of the playoffs. And they're going to be the same exact team this year. I, I think they're going to be worse. I don't. But, I mean, what about the quality of the play, though? I mean, aside from the oh, records. I think the quality – Fred will tell you this. I, I mean, think the quality of play in the league has been awful for, like, I'm going on 15 years. Awful. Ever since mm. the Patriots started getting good. No. <laughs> I, I'm sorry if I put – I'm sorry if I look at the first iteration of the dynasty about as being far more impressive. <laughs> I think that was far more impressive. I think they had to go through and be much better teams. Instead of having a double bye like you did the second part of the dynasty, you had to beat, like – League MVP Steve McNair in the division round at home against Tennessee. That to me, that that's tough. Then having to beat you know Pittsburgh on the road as a fourteen and two team playing a fifteen and one team. Uh, that that that's a challenge. Mm-hmm. Not playing the Brock Osweiler Houston Texans in a playoff game. Yeah, you know, and who were only there because Derek Carr broke his leg the week before, and Houston ends up beating the Raiders in a playoff game. I, I I'm just I'm I never in a hundred years would have thought that the Raiders, the Chargers, and the Broncos would all be meh. No, you thought that that AFC West I mean, would be a powerhouse. I would have thought one team would have been been better out of those out yeah. of those three. Yeah, yeah, but didn't know who. Fair. Uh, I no. didn't know who. Yeah, but fair. But you thought, and you pro- I probably not so much the Raiders. Chargers because the Chargers are four and three, right? Yeah. That's right. So I mean, they're, that's, they're, that's Charger that's what, Central. That's where they always are. <laughs> four and three, for, five and three. Downs. You know, maybe six and four. Suspect a couple of weeks. end of game decisions. Yeah, that's where they always are. <laughs> I would have thought either the Raiders or the Broncos would be much better yeah. than they are. Yeah, the Raiders. I, that, are. I think that's fair. That's but Patty. I wouldn't have thought the Jets would be as good as they have. Patty been. and Agawam, what's up, Patty? 
Yeah, if I'm Justin Herbert, I'm getting the hell out of L.A. After when his contract's done, Ooh. once his rookie deal is done. I would, I would take him, actually. Oh, I would take him all day. Yeah. Um, I got a max. I'm close on him. Think close, just tapping out? Close to cutting ties. I think yeah. he might be part of the problem. Uh-oh. Um, not to, uh, not to non-sequitur on to Mac, but, uh. Go ahead. Last year, do you guys feel like he, um, he actually stood in the pocket a little, maybe he had a little bit more confidence in the line? Because to me, it's yeah. like, just from, I don't know if my memory's serving me correctly, but it seemed like he was more willing to hang in the pocket and take, take the hit that he knew was coming than he does this year. I think he did at first toward the end of the season. I think he got skittish again. I, I mean, I, I would just say I walked, I took a look back just at the highlights of last year's Colts game, and I, I mean, it looked different to me. He well, looked like was, a different player. There was player. a stretch where every game he and had they a got, bloody And they got chin. hammered in that game. I was just saying, he wasn't good in he that game. He wasn't that good in that game, but yeah. he at least, you know, just like I said, like is willing to take a step and deliver the ball. Do you want my amateur just, psychologist view? Hmm. When he was a rookie, yeah. he came in after having absolutely immaculate protection oh, at yeah. Alabama. You don't know what and you don't know. to have that. And it's like, that's what you do. You right. drop back there and you don't end up anybody around you. You don't and get hit. Gets beat yeah. up. And as the year went on, he yeah. started getting hit. Could as be. this year opened, yeah. he was getting hammered yeah. by un- untouched rushers in Miami. That could yeah. be. Yeah. Like, NFL, the defensive lineman hit hard. So they're allowed to hit you here. <laughs> yeah. No, I, a very amateur psychologist kind of look like at it. I like that, though. You don't know what you don't know, and then you get in, you start to get rattled. And I think I, that that I, speaks to a lot of quarterbacks that get into the league and kind of come in as Mr. Everything, and all of a sudden you get humbled a little bit, you're getting hit a little bit. Someone sent something to Ask PFW earlier, Mike, You know, saying is there anything to the theory that Zappi looked better with these guys because they're – Dramatic upgrade from what he worked with at Western Kentucky, as opposed to Mac, <laughs> who's, who has like, these guys are also a, fast, who had eliteness oh, so around him at, at every <laughs> spot. That's a good point, Paul. I mean, I, I didn't make it. I'm crediting a, a guy who wrote into our mailbag. It's so funny, it was, Paul. I can't help but think that kind of some along those lines when I was watching uh, thanks, Little of the Eagles, and I'm like, they're they're an SEC All Star team. Like they have all SEC All Stars all over their offense, and their you know, def- and, and their defense has played well too. I mean, it's just and it should get better. That's how it should look when you right? have Robert really Quinn. good players from the best league, and you know, I yeah, think they're saying like, real. I think know, they're pretty the, good in the NFC. Yeah. The only good teams are, uh, and and they didn't include the Eagles. What? Like, what are you, ki- you Someone kidding? Someone said there's only oh no, there's only two teams that are really good: the Bills and the Chiefs. And I'm like, oh, in the AFC? Uh, no, in the, in the NFL. Oh no, no. And it's like the Eagles are good. It's the big three. You know, the yeah. Cowboys are good. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, like this. I mean. You think what you want about Dallas. You say you yeah. know, they have a bozo for a coach and Jerry Jones will meddle, whatever. They they got, they're they good. Michael Parsons. That's a good team. Uh, Cody's in Baltimore. Hey, Cody. Hey, guys. Good uh, Good afternoon. Yeah. Um, so I know the subject is Christina and death, but I'm calling to discuss uh, Zappi and Matt Jones. Uh, specifically, I really didn't like the dismissal of uh, Zappi after one bad half of football. Uh, the offense looks more alive to me with Bailey Zappi. I know it's a small sample size, but he looks decisive and sharp in his, in his throws in a way that Matt seems to be regressing. I'm sick of seeing Matt use his legs to pick up first downs, and I just don't understand why they didn't choose to continue to go with the hot hand and start Zappi against the Bears. And now I feel like we're married to Matt Jones and his turnovers and his indecisiveness. Um, why did why did we lose faith in Zappy so quickly? I I would actually say they did the opposite of that. I think they rode Zappy out until the hot hand cooled off. I think if Zappy played well for the rest of that Chicago game, hmm. he'd have, he'd have played. 
I think he cooled off, and they said, okay, that's th- th- we think the other guy's better. This guy just played five straight series and, w- and didn't even cross his 40-yard line. Yeah, I think that one's yeah. worn off a little bit. I think they did ride the hot hand. I think that's why they played Zappy in the Monday night game because I think they were looking to go back to the hot hand. And I think no one can speak to like what they want to do, the offense that they want to be, and how do they get there. Thanks, and I don't think they get there with Bailey Zappi. They get there with Mac if Mac plays the way they think yeah. Mac might be able to And in to fairness, play. I don't know if they get there with Mac. I don't know either, but, Paul. But um, I would agree with Mike's premise that Mac has a, a better skill set. Doesn't, mean, doesn't make him a better player because we've seen guys with lesser skill sets that get the job done. Right. Like I think no one would argue that Carson Doug Wentz – Flutie. No one would argue that Carson Wentz is a more talented player than Taylor Heineke. Who gets but, the job done? But Washington comes come, – you know, right. the guy comes in, he won two games. I don't yeah. think he was good in either game, but he won them. Yeah, and that's why in some ways like I see Mac as uh, – you know, it's kind of like a quintessential Patriot performance this week of it's not flashy – does what he needs to do to get just enough to make it happen, you know? And so I think that they like that to a degree. I think that that does some credit to Mac, but but it's just, it's got to get to a, a next level where you're not just surviving. And, and I think I said on the postgame show, sometimes it feels like you're surviving your own offense. Well, like, Mike you, was all over this during the game, Fred. Like, even some of their six, quote-unquote successful drives, it was, you know, 12 plays, you know, 52 yards. Yeah. <laughs> Like third down, That's third not down, the formula third down, right. and and you're moving the chains by like a, a chain link every time. It's like it's never like third and Easy. two. We pick up seventeen. Yeah. It was just a slog. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Every even yeah. the successful plays were, and I think that goes back to, uh, um, I think it was the last call. Maybe it was speed, but you know, it's just it's a grind. To if you watch. Add, if you added up consecutive first downs by Mac running on the play that he got hit by C.J. Mosley. Uh, John Smith with the yards after the catch in the in one of those shallow crosses by Myers, mm-hmm. you probably didn't get those three first downs by a combined length of the football. Oh, the Jonah now Smith it left. doesn't matter how much you get it by you move the chains, but it's a hard way to live. Mm-hmm. Is the point? Uh, Greg's in California. What's up, Greg? Hey guys. So you were just talking about how you think if anyone in our quarterback room could unlock whatever potential the offense has it's back but i don't think i think the sample size is big enough at this point that he's just way too mistake prone when they try to unlock whatever potential the offense might have and i honestly would feel better if we just tried to pursue another quarterback at this point i don't know if you guys agree with that or not i i agree with it i mean i agree with the part that the mistakes are unacceptable and the mistakes are going to undercut anything that you believe or want to believe about Mac Jones. If he continues to turn the ball over and throw bad picks, it's it's not going to continue. It's not they're not going to continue down that right. road. And that's a bottom line for me. Good. Mike Mike Lombardi. Good job. Um, I, I, I would also no you sounded just like Mike Lombardi. If he <laughs> continues to turn the ball over, he's not going to play. <laughs> um I, I would also say um I, I Greg I, I sort of share a lot of your concerns. I would push back a little on the sample size I, I don't think that i think there's been guys that are still sort of in that is he or isn't he category after 25 games i don't think this is like the be all especially considering all the changes that they've been through in from the, year in, one in to the year injury two. too in like the injury. the injury too like derails him a little yeah. bit. yeah had he had con- con- continuity well, but you i mean if you're asking me to put my hand on a bible and tell tell you what i think now i don't think he's the guy but that doesn't okay. mean i think we've known that for sure. I think he deserves more time. 
just because the injury and all the chaos is giving him an excuse with some people, but he was playing like crap before the injury and all that. So I, I just think he kind of peaked in yeah, like. But I don't think he played like crap year. on Sunday. But, I mean, yeah, I agree. I don't. I don't think he played like crap Sunday. I think he he was really he was under siege the whole game. Thanks, Greg. So here's the thing that I I keep thinking about. This offense hasn't looked right since not not even preseason training camp. Like they weren't even doing it right in training camp. It hasn't looked right yet. So is that Mac? You know what I mean? Like like. There was problems with the offense as a whole since training camp, you know, and like so. Yeah, well, I I know, and that's and I keep going back to like the Zappy thing, and I know all the qualifiers for who was playing and what the situation was, but it was like that was the only time this year that you just watched it look like an offense that was like running it and and do, knew what they were doing and completing plays and just you know kind of had a rhythm to it, and it just like our callers have said it, it feels sporadic, it feels a grind. Um, and, and that's why, are they going to get there? I, I really don't know still. I really yeah. don't. Hey, what did you guys think? We, I know we're you know, still talking about the Jets, right? What did you guys think of the decisions to uh, pass up field goals on the two fourth downs? One worked and one didn't. Uh, on the first one, I said, take the points. That's what I, I was saying. Because that's the type and of what game. What about the second one? At that point, I think I said go for it, but I, I can't remember. I, 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 know, I, I know on the first I, one, I was like, just take the points. I thought they should have kicked both field goals. I think the yeah. game had declared it was going to be, you know, yeah. if you could get to 20, you're going to win. You didn't need a lot of points in that game. Right. That's and what I think that passing up points both times was risky. Yeah. I just think I, I was at a point where I like seeing them put in situations where they have to deliver or fail. And, you know, I yeah, I'm just going to learn about, a whole lot less. I, yeah, I, I know you're going, if, I know no, what you're saying. If but. you're going big picture, I 1,000% agree with you. That's I think where my head. But I'm trying to win the game. I'm just going by winning the game. And if they didn't get the second one, you 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 might have lost. Yeah. Like you take seven points away. I'm not saying that you take seven from twenty two, you lose the game. You know, seventeen to fifteen. It doesn't work that way. The whole game changes. But that was potentially you know you, you take six points away from you by not kicking two chip shot field goals. That's I think that was. Uh, unnecessary risk in a game that you didn't need a lot of points in. I mean, do you think that that that, that has an impact on Mac when you start to do those things and nope. you just start to not not even go for it on fourth downs and, and you don't I think you, that you he pull think, back the aggressiveness a lot? No, I, I and I, I I just think that you you know it's an easy that's an easy fix. You know, start making the plays on third down and we won't have to be put in these situations. <laughs> I, like it. I mean, it's 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 really oh, you don't like it. It's really simple. <laughs> um, and I know Mac was adamant about going for the, the the second one. I saw him, he was gesturing to the sideline. We're going for it. He was all, you know, eh. faux tough guy. Um, but I, I just think that the, the number one thing for the coach should be what is in the best interest of the team to win today? Not like anything yeah, he else. he should be talking about winning. Uh, Marvin in Kernersville, North what I Carolina. What's what I, I agree with you. I agree with you. Fred, why are we assuming that Billy O was even wanting to come back to New England instead of taking a head coach job at, say, Carolina? No, I, I mean, listen, if he gets offered a head coach job, he takes that. But I'm yeah, I don't think he's coming back yeah. here. And I think that the way – I think, Mike, you put – this was when I was coming back in from uh, my little potty break. Mm -hmm. um, it's kind of like an admission that you have to do it all over again. And I don't yeah. think that that's something, A, that's in their DNA. 
Uh, but B, uh, you could make an argument it's not in the best interest of Mac. Yeah, to have your third offensive coordinator in three years. I think if anything, that's why I said if you if you just bring in the offensive line coach and you just let Maddie P become the offensive coordinator, then that's not a, yeah. a tacit admission of failure, but it's at least you know going to get you the help a, like that you a reshuffling, need. a restructuring of the coaching staff yeah, in some to way. Brian Belichick. Uh, Pradeep in Charlotte, North Carolina, was about to ask the question, and Paul was talking about it as well. Looking back at the movement of Win from left tackle to right tackle, was it a good move? I mean, Win was not that this bad. When he was playing, I left would agree. Tackle. I would agree right. with that. He oh, was no. a service. He was serviceable at left he's tackle, and he's not serviceable mm-hmm. at right tackle. Yeah. And why haven't? I mean, I wonder if that conversation's come up. Do we flop him? You know, are you, I mean, it, it was all oh, you know, we're gonna balance it out. You're gonna have power on that side. Yeah, the athleticism on this side. Like, do you think that's why they? did I don't it? know. I, I, I don't know. I don't know why they did it. But wh- I mean, whatever benefit that they thought they were gonna reap from it, do you think they've reaped that benefit? No. <laughs> so, and you know that you know Brown's okay at right side, and, and I'd be willing to listen to anything as to the reason why. That's as plausible as anything. I was wondering if maybe they wanted to see if they could further engage Trent Brown by moving him to the left side. Mm-hmm. I don't think that's worked. I, I think, think he's the, the opposite. He's the same apathetic guy that he always has been. Um, you know, some games he has. I think he played well. So I, I, yeah. like I said, I didn't notice him with any egregious breakdowns on Sunday. The week before, I did. Did he not have a penalty? Did he get? Did he? No. Did he get uh, a clean sheet for this one? I think he had a clean sheet. I don't I think, think he both had a, tackles had a clean sheet, yeah. didn't they? Yeah. Well, you, uh, what, the the right tackle would have had to hit somebody to get a call for <laughs> no, a penalty. That, but I don't think there were any penalties on the tackles. Yeah. No, yeah. they were on Strange. Right. Progress. Yeah. Strange right. had two holding calls, right. I think. Uh, Matt and Devin UK. I know th- that we won the game, but I need you guys to talk me down as I'm on the ledge. We only won this one because Wilson is one of the worst quarterbacks I've ever seen. And the Jets peed themselves after the roughing the passer penalty in the first half. Before that point, they were killing us. Why are we so bad? I know that we've got a few good players across some positions, but Mac is still throwing the ball to the other team. Could have ended with at least three picks, including the pick six on the day. Our O-line might as well not be there. And before Wilson started peeing down his leg, the Jets' offense was making our D look amateurish. Talk me down. I'd only push back on the last point of amateur. I mean, they blew some. They blew a couple coverages, no question. But I don't. I don't think they've ever looked amateurish, except maybe against Lamar Jackson and Justin Fields. I I thought that. I mean, not amateurish, but I thought they. The Jets' offense was better than the Patriots' defense for the balance of the first half mm-hmm. until that pick, because the Jets. You have to take into consideration what you're dealing with. It's not a good offense, and they were on the verge of putting 13 on the board with one throw. Like they're going to be over midfield, plenty of time. They're probably going to get points. Um, but even the 10, that's more than they score. Mm-hmm. They do not score, that team. And they were without their best players. They were out their best receiver, I mean, their best offensive lineman, and their best running back. And they were moving the ball. Like, the, like I said, they had like 400 yards of offense in this game. I, I, and Zach Wilson, for as bad as he was, threw for 355. I, and I, just, I don't know if you can understate what Brees Hall was to that team early in the season when you watch those games and the impact that he had with big play. I mean, everybody talking about Ramondre Stevenson. Like, I, I was those just going to say, if, if the Patriots would have lost without Stevenson, like, well, how do you think the Jets feel? Like, if I'm wrong and they wouldn't be 4-4 four and four without Stevenson, how do you think the Jets feel if, if they had Brees Hall? Do you think they felt like they would have won that game? And I think they looked at the Patriots' run defense and said we would have had some opportunities. To and maybe instead of running the ball 15 times, if they had Brees Hall, they would have been more content to do that. They had a guy in Robinson that they just got, and I don't think they feel comfortable just lining up Michael Carter as a running back for more than a handful mm-hmm. of touches. I think there were times that they, you know, they squirted through yeah. some holes. They didn't run it enough. Yeah. That's the bottom line. If they had just run it 10 more times and taken 10 of those passes away – 
maybe among those 10 passes are a couple of the mistakes. Uh, Neil in New Brunswick, you've all agreed that you can't pencil in wins. I agree. But with that, we have to accept the other side of that is you can't complain when you win, but you don't like the way it looked. Only really good teams with high expectations get to do that. For us, a win is a win no matter how. Congratulations to Bill on number two all time. Uh, I was on the zappy train. Nothing changed for me Sunday. Uh, The offense with Mac under center, it feels like they're playing on a sheet to ice. That's the way I can describe it. It just doesn't look right. That doesn't mean Zappy is anything in this league. I just enjoy watching the offense more when Zappy is the quarterback. I don't buy the reason for calling plays based on the quarterback because the weapons don't change. Maybe our weapons are suited for the Zappy playbook. I like the offense better when they play against the Lions. Ah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, the Lions and Browns have bad have bad defenses. I like the way the offense looked in those games better than they did against yeah. the Jets. And, and that's you know and the Ravens. It's totally fair that the, who they were playing, but I, I just I I'm with a part of this of just I can't shake that. How how can it go from looking so clunky to at least like kind of functional even against a bad defense? Like, so all right. I mean, you could go so out there and do it. seven on seven and it looked like the same as we're seeing right so now. So let, let's flip it in the last five minutes. How do you feel the defense looks against, say, the Jets as opposed to the way it looked against Baltimore? Right. It's the same thing. The right. defense looked clunky against a bad offense. I mean, against a good offense. Right. But it's dominant against Zach Wilson. You know, the team that's throwing the ball to them. I mean, not exactly dominant. <laughs> no, but I'm saying, like, yeah. you know, think about, better. think about the performances that they've had over the year. You know, like right. everybody, I, you know, I heard it again today because we're getting ready to head into the bye. Oh, the bye. I'm not sure that's the right thing. Look what happened after the bye last week, last year. What happened? They played better teams. They played better teams. Except for Jacksonville, who they yeah. blistered. I just, I, you know? I guess there's just part of me that thinks that there's a level of execution that I just I, I saw out of the offense during that stretch that I just haven't See, seen. Every, like whether they were going against air or nothing. Like you know, training camp practices. Listen, like, let's, let's face it. The Patriots are a mediocre team. They're not a good team. A good team is consistently good. Until you're consistently good, you're not good. They're good some days, they're not bad, and a lot of it depends on the opponent. And until they figure out the offense in Mac, they're not going to be a consistently good team, you know. <laughs> so that's just where we are right now. And no, I agree with you. Yeah, we're I working agree. through it. Yeah, I, I mean, I guess then in that in that regard, I just want to see Mac Jones against a bad defense yeah. and see him light somebody well, up. No, and I, I, I don't want to see him play well against a good defense. Right? I, like the, oh, that won't well, tell me. That won't right. tell me much Let's either. Let's not get crazy. I want to see them I play just, well against a good team. Yeah, right. I'm with Fred. Yeah, yeah, I need to see a progression. That's why this second half of the season is is critical, and I want them to stick with Matt. Through thick and thin, to you see, a Miami thing to see yeah. who that's do what we I have. want to yeah. see. Right, who do well, we and have? That's like that, and that's like pie in the sky to me right now. Like I would just want to see them light up Jacksonville for fifty points. And I'm not saying that you're going to learn anything definitive, but at least for one time in 2022, and get a false sense of security. If that's fine, but <laughs> at least I know yeah, I that that's not. Right. At least I know. No, like I, I think you have it in you because I, I don't know like, that they have it I, in them right now. At this time, I need to see the other. I'm teams. expecting a, another low-scoring tight game against the Colts, but I think they could blow the Colts out because they're playing a kid that's making his second start, right. first career road start, and I think he could turn the ball over four times in the first five possessions, and I've learned nothing about so, Mac Jones. All right, Patriots oh, Unfiltered is brought to you by the Massachusetts its Office of Travel and Tourism. Great memories are made in Massachusetts, no matter how you choose to make them. Indoors or outdoors, scenic views or city vibes, solo or family style, whatever moves you, whatever the season, plan your perfect Massachusetts getaway at visitma.com.
Com. All right, that's going to be it for this edition. Good show. Tuesday of shows unfiltered. We'll be back tomorrow at noon. Big day here tomorrow. We'll see you then. Thank you for downloading this podcast. Subscribe on Apple, Google Play, and everywhere else you listen. Like the show? Please rate and review us. Listener comments and ratings help keep us high in the podcast rankings so new listeners can find us. Be sure to check Patriots.com for more news and more podcasts. The world's original podcast.